Hey, Hotlanta, get your summer turned all the way up with Starships, adult movies and toys, e-cigs, vapes, hookahs, and accessories, designer lingerie, adult party favors, and more. Now through the end of July, spend $50 or more on pipe. Katie, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fam, did you hear her sexy? I don't know if she was trying to sound sexy or if that's just her sexy voice. Were you trying? I was trying, but I feel like I was trying too hard. I feel like I could have done better. Do it right now. now. Yeah, play it one more time. Yeah. Let's hear it again. Okay. One more time. Hey, Hotlanta, get your summer turned all the way up for the adult in all of us. <laughs> hey, Hotlanta, this is Katie. <laughs> now, you was killing that. That was baby Katie, though. That was baby Katie. I feel like I could have done way better now, grown and sexy, Katie. Pull it mm, out. Let's see it. You know? yeah. Come on, on the spot. Pull it out. Live spot right now. Hit him. Ooh, you sure? Yep. Hey, Hotlanta. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no. That, that was, was not good uh, enough. You know, that was pretty good. Yeah. I'm nah, that was pretty hey, good. That was, yeah. Nah, that was spicy. <laughs> nah, I see where you at with yours. Yo, that was on the spot, too. She didn't even know that was coming. You know what else is going to be on the spot? What? Them apologies you owe us. Oh. Them explanations you owe us. Oh. Romeo, are they plenty full or am I lying? Oh, it's a lot. It's the wildest night ever, and Katie might be the nastiest woman of all time. Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. Episode 103. We in the building. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. Clap it up for yourself. As always, Rub Me Down Romeo is in the building with us. What is up? What'd you say last week? Schlongadong. <laughs> no, why would that be the oh, first thing why? you thought that you said <laughs> last week? That's the first thing. You said a lot last week. And schlongadong. Because it was so funny. Like, you got, I love when you guys named something I said. Nah, it was, what else could it have been, fam? I mean, that was it, clearly. But no, you said that you was done with in a moment. Oh, yeah, I was. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put my two are. weeks notice. Toxic. I mean, you guys said it best in that episode. Like, what else you got? No. <laughs> what you gonna go do? <laughs> <laughs> Here you are. See, Katie's so, in the building. What's up? What's up? Woo-wee! Got a little tense last week. Everybody okay? Yeah, I'm good now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 little tight, tense smiles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was real, too, for the listeners, by the way. I mean, that was a real moment. And y'all didn't know if y'all wanted to air it or not, but you chose to in full transparency. And I think that was dope of y'all and brave. Yeah, uh, I, I felt very um, apologetic afterwards. I still do, honestly. Like, I think that was one of the things that I wanted to say. Like, I'm sorry for just kind of going off and, like, not allowing you to speak. Like, because I felt like you were trying to, and I just kept cutting you off and just keep going, going and going and going. So I think that like, I definitely apologize for that. Um, but I got triggered. I went off. It was very real. First of all, I'm glad that we aired that because it also shows that not everything is perfect. You Thanks. know, who listens to this podcast and thinks, oh, my gosh, everything is just great. And they're funny and this and the third. No, there's real sides to this. And I feel like real friends go through things and real friends have arguments. And Romeo, you brought up a valid point in how you felt that I was bringing up stuff that you didn't want to talk about. 
And that's why even after the mics, we had to have a discussion about it. And I had to apologize and say, you know what? I get where you're coming from and I'm sorry. So I feel like now we're good. Yeah, it was it was very tense because as, as soon as we wrapped it up, it, it like she walked away from the studio and it was just I, we were just sitting here. Nah, like, facts. In all my time of knowing Katie, I don't think I've ever seen her that disturbed. Yeah, neither have I. And it, it sucked that it came from me. I definitely apologize going the way I went at it, but I don't think I felt in a way sorry for like what I was saying because I did feel that way. Right. You know, so I think, you know, yeah, it was just very awkward. Even just listening back to it, I was just like, oh it's my hard. God. But it was funny. <laughs> well, clearly it wasn't that hard for me because I was adding sound effects. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was over here having fun with it. <laughs> I was like, no, not that one. Let me try this one. This, this is the perfect place to put it. Meanwhile, Romeo is dead serious about his life. I was like, I am a dick, man. Oh, man. But nah, seriously, I'm glad y'all are okay and everything is good. And like you said, Katie, it's real, man. That's, everybody goes through that. You have your moments and most people try to hide it. That's why social media is the way it is in a lot of different ways because everybody out here always showing their best face and making people think that you have to be perfect all the time and giving people these false sense of reality. So... No, we aired it out. We're done. We're good. We're moving on. It's lit. I think it's also a blessing that like she and I have to work together because I feel like I do value this friendship a lot. And I think prior to that, like and even like in that uh, the first time we got upset with one another on the Bert show, like Bert sent me a message. I don't know if you remember that. That he sent me a message at night. He was like, "Hey, you guys should just talk it out." Oh, the day you like ditched me on my birthday. Okay, cool. That's oh, when yeah. he, I, yeah. I was forget. like, I was like, yeah. we had beef before. I, I, I almost forgot. Day. Yep. He he messaged me. He was like, "Hey, like you know, I typically do this. Like I've done this in the past where I just like something goes wrong and I just kind of like ditch my friends and like I just forget about that friendship and and I just move on from it. And so I think my entire life I've always been that way with people, especially like in college when I met friends and stuff like that. I felt like, yo, we're in Delaware. You're gonna go back to like your world. And and then, like, I'm going to go back to Georgia and, like, we're going to stop talking. So, like, I don't care enough yeah. to reconcile this. Like, it is what it is. You did me dirty. And it's whatever. Like, fuck you. I'm out. And then this time is different because I, I enjoyed hanging out with her. You value her friendship. For sure. And that's that's awesome because there are people who you go into those moments with and it's like, all right, well, we're done. It's not worth it. But there are also people in your life whom you want to be able to be your most authentic self around. And sometimes that's going to lead to you saying things that are emotional or come from an emotional place that may not sit the best with them, but for them to be willing to hear you out, also give their part and forgive you, I think once you get past that, your relationship becomes even stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I absolutely agree. Kudos. And shameless plug for next week because you had brought up before we got on the mics about therapy. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, I feel like you can somewhat laugh and say, yo, you need therapy. But in reality, therapy is a real thing, obviously. And I, I've gone. It's changed my life. I would encourage anybody to go. But I laughed because for the part next week, I want to do two things. One of the things I want to do is the, the double standard draft we talked about. And that's all I'm going to give people. But trust me, you're going to want to be here for it. <laughs> and the second thing is, so I got a random message today from one of the most famous people ever. Threw me off. I looked. And he was basically saying he loves the podcast. He's like, yo, my daughter put me on, and it's by far the funniest podcast that I've heard. And I was shocked that this dude listens to podcasts. He's like, when I'm on the jet, I throw y'all on, and my whole team knows who y'all are. Hmm. So I was like, wow. he's a jet? Now he, he flies around with jets, fam. Like okay. this is this is this is okay. levels. I'm saying okay. I'm throwing yeah, hints yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm giving levels. You know what okay. I mean? It's levels. We playing a game of clues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's like that. You know what I'm saying? So I was honored, and I was like, damn, I can't. Like this dude is like listening to us and vibing with us like that. And he gave me a lot of advice. Like we rapped, and he talked to me about a lot of different things, like relationships, 
uh, money, being black in the industry, hate, celebrity. One of the things he said was after we had finished talking, he was like, I've listened to you enough to know that you're one of the funniest people on the planet. I genuinely believe that. And because of that, I'm afraid of you because I know what comedians are capable of when it comes to creating narratives and spinning stories. <laughs> and I was like, what you mean, man? And he was like, so I'm going to give you two options. And I hope you respect it. And I said, okay, cool. He said, you can either tell people that you spoke to me and that I endorse your podcast if it'll help you get your podcast out there even more. Or you can talk about absolutely anything we talked about, but you can't say who I am. Now, to me, it's a no-brainer. What would y'all take, though? Numbers. You would take the numbers? You, would, you, <laughs> you wouldn't want to share any of the advice, any of the information. You just would want to be able to say, I spoke to this person and it's lit. Okay, okay. So either... either it's okay. You, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's fine. I, I guess. All right, so either you name the person mm -hmm. and can't say anything about what you all spoke about. Nah, because we spoke about a lot. Or you release the knowledge that you spoke about. Exactly. can't name the person. Kind of reminds me of the whole joint that went viral where they were like, yo, would you prefer Jay-Z to just give you $20,000 or would you want dinner with Jay-Z? Hey, what you want? Mm. Well, Beyonce's going to be there. <laughs> Beyonce's not going to be there. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> I, know, um, I know I'm not part of this. Yes, you are. What's up, but, uh, I got an option C. Uh-oh. Of course you Can do. Can you tell us who it is off the air? Because I don't care if everybody listening to your podcast knows or not. I want to know. Tommy. <laughs> I can tell you off the air, but he listens. <laughs> so he's going to know now that I told you off the air. But So, no. But, I mean, we're a tight family circle. Tommy, it's I not don't like you're telling the mass public. <laughs> no, telling, but I'm telling you, Tommy, and I don't trust that if I tell you this, it will not come back to haunt me in some way, shape, or form. Because he's, he's, he's a no, really I, big name. Dude, my lips are so sealed. Y'all believe Tommy? Keep no, I, I believe Tommy. Oh, hell yeah. I take, dude. I trust I got so Tommy. many radio secrets. No. Oh, yeah, tell us some. <laughs> no. Uh, it was a test. It was a test. <laughs> hey, you bastard. <laughs> oh, so that was the whole thing I was getting to. He, right before he got off, when you said the therapy thing, that's what made me think of it. Like, right yeah. before that, he was like, yo, he was like, and, um, I, I love who you do the power with. Y'all sound like y'all got great chemistry. I, I love everybody. He was like, tell Romeo he need therapy. I uh, just like that. That's a, that's a very last thing he said, and I started dying laughing. Yo, listen. <laughs> oh man, I have. I think I do. I. I mean, I have an issue. I have a lot of issues. There was one time where we were kind of tipsy drunk, and I just started talking to the bartender. You were just telling me this, right? Mm -hmm. And I got just started spilling my whole life to her. And then the same thing happened the other day. We went to some uh, like private event or whatever, and it was an opening to a brewery. And like I just sat next to this like girl. Her boyfriend was there, and I just started talking to her, and I just started going off my life. You know what I respect, though, is the last woman that you were talking to. I can't remember about the first one because I was just as lit. But the last woman, you asked for permission first. You were like, are you sure you're ready for this? No, nah, thanks. Like, Go ahead. Like, you did yeah. ask for consent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you I don't mind like... if I dump all of my problems and issues on you while you're here to have a good time, even though you don't know me? Yeah. And you really think somebody's going to be rude enough to go no? Because <laughs> what she really wanted to say was no. Oh. Well, remember what you said? We need to normalize saying. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> see, we can't. You see? You see what I'm sure. saying? I would have been like, that's cool. You're on my list now. That's mean. What list? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what are you going to do with this list? <laughs> I have no idea. I just made it up in my head. Am I on the list? No. Oh. You let me talk. I was on the list last week. Yep. 
<laughs> Speaking of lists, I got a whole long list of things to get to. We pardon today. I hope y'all came prepared. I got a lot to talk about. It's going to be lit. Trust me. So let's get started. Let's talk about where I'm at. Stripping on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get through. All right. Why is the baby fighting in bowling alleys? I just took a sip. You can't do that. Y'all got to stop taking sips during the party. I know better <laughs> yeah. than that. You don't know when I'm coming with it. From what angle? Y'all almost die from choking every single Literally. week. Why is the baby beating up his son's uncle in a bowling alley on a Thursday evening or whatever day that was? It looked like a slip and slide. I it thought did. It, I thought it was a joke at first. Because, like, with the first video I saw, it looked like they were just, like, dancing on the thing yeah. as they were swinging. Yeah. And I was just like, and then it was, like, real. And it was just like, they, they just went at it in the middle they, of a bowling alley. The, in the bowling lane to make matters worse. So if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, the baby is a rapper, a really big rapper, who is, what, controversial, I guess now you could call is. him. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Extremely. And absolutely. Um, so the young lady that he was dating before, his child's mother, they have had their share of issues. And she has a brother. What's his name? Brandon... Billions, whatever his name is, and I, they have issues, and they've always had issues. And so her brother was trying to defend his sister and basically told the baby it's on site. Wherever I see you, it's on. So he happened to see him at this bowling event, which was apparently a bowling event in Malibu for celebrities. Chris Brown was, was there. Young Thug, Young I Thug. Believe. Oh, wow. There was a lot of celebrities in there, which is why it was so many cameras. That's why you saw this ass whooping in HD from every different angle like you did. <laughs> The lighting was amazing. Like, you would hope that the day you get your ass kicked, they don't have that many cameras and that many lights, right? But he decided to run up on the baby on his own. The baby had a whole crew with him. Stupid. Mad security. Why would you choose then and there to do that? That made no sense to me. He made a lot of mistakes in this situation. Yeah. Because you already told him it's on site. Mm -hmm. Once you tell a man it's on site, you can't run up on him and want to talk. The baby wasn't talking. I don't know why the baby swung on him. I don't think that was smart. You're the meal ticket. You should have had your boys do all the dirty work. We ain't got you something out the vending machine and pretending like you ain't know what the hell was going on. Mm -hmm. Then I saw people on Twitter saying, but why jump them? Now, I don't know if that's a younger generation thing or not. I'm never condoning violence. I don't think that's ever the answer. But if it has to happen, if somebody runs up on you, you have to defend yourself and you're with four or five people. I'm not giving you a one on one. You're just going to get what's coming to you. That's what happened. They fought in the lanes. Obviously, one of those dudes that the baby was with is a very experienced fighter because he put both of his feet in the gutter. Did y'all see that? <laughs> and had no. mad grip. Yo, he put his two feet in the gutter and he grabbed my man by the ponytails. And it, you know what I'm saying? And he was just swinging them all around. I was like, oh, that's smart. And then in the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life, after they beat this man up and down the lane, they walked side by side with him, slipping and sliding to get from the lane to the car. You can't beat me up and then walk right next <laughs> right. to me to the car. You can't, you can't walk me all the way up down the lane and then walk me to the car. So I think I understand why people are more so like, oh, this man was jumped, this, that, and the third. It's because the baby is always talking up a whole bunch of shit, right? Mm -hmm. About him being the tough guy. He always puts on this tough guy persona. And so when it comes down to it, yes, he let his men do the dirty work after taking the first swing that missed. Um... If you see the angles, y'all, he hit the drink. Um, he did with a blunt in his mouth. Yeah, with a blunt. Now that part I was impressed about. Yeah, I was impressed. He was trying to swing, and he still had the blunt. You got to give him that. Oh yeah. This man was not him letting that. that blunt go. And he came fresh from the studio. Just recorded a single that's doing really well right now, and then went straight to the bowling alley. Had a blunt in his mouth, and then gave my man the beats all up and down the bowling lane. 
That's a pretty good night. That's true. But if you're this tough guy, which we know you are, we've we've seen in the past that yep. you are, everyone's expecting you to handle it as a tough guy. Just you and homeboy. Right? No. That's what they're expecting. Why would they expect that? He's the meal ticket. I'm a superstar. I'm not giving you a one-on-one. You have a valid point. That's the other side of it that people aren't seeing because they want to see the fight. I'm like, okay, the baby, you talk all this tough shit. Yeah. Fight him one-on-one. Prove yourself, basically. That's how it is. He's 5'1". He walks around in a diaper. Why do y'all think he's fighting somebody one-on-one? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? He just had on them Kanye boots. Who's he fighting yeah. in those? And I'm mad that homeboy. Yo, what is he doing? He walked past mad bowling balls. Yeah. If you don't think these eights and nines are about to start flying in here, if y'all try to jump me <laughs> right. in a bowling alley, somebody going down with a bowling ball. He didn't handle that right. No. Now... People are trying to say, is he handling the finale of the situation, right? Because that's why I bring it up today. Because I don't know if y'all saw it, but he's suing. He's suing yeah, the baby. I saw that. How do y'all feel about that? You guys saw the video he posted? Nah, what'd he say? Bro, he used the same amount of N-words as Joe Rogan did throughout his whole career. Like, the dude was like, N-word, blah, 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 N-word, blah, 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 N-word, blah, blah, blah. Bro, it was like an N-word after, like, every other word. Mm. Like, it was insane. I was so just he, like, That just tells you the range of his vocabulary. He talks as well as vocabulary. he fights. Yep. That makes sense. Yo, men got to stop thinking it's so fly to wear that long-ass hair, too. That's another thing. <laughs> Dude, Yo, you fam. made a mistake by having Yo. a B2K hairstyle. Facts. Like, like <laughs> did he still have long hair in that video? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's wilding. First thing I would have did is when he got a Caesar. He had little scratches. <laughs> now, nah, next time you see me, you're going to have to grab me by something else, fam. <laughs> Yo, these ponytails is going. <laughs> you better right? go there. <laughs> 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 I went straight to the barbershop. Yeah, what is wrong with this man? You, That's a major L. But, Romeo, you take that L, right? Let's play devil's advocate here. That's your sister. You're passionate, right? It's your family. You're mm-hmm. in the heat of the moment. They go to the guy that did your sister dirty. Even though he was with five men, you like, I don't care. I'm going to go over there and get busy. You go over there, they beat the brakes off you in aisle 12, right? Yeah. Now me, what I'm doing, Aww. I'm sliding down the lane, knocking down the pins and coming back where the bowling balls come <laughs> with bowling balls. Like, let's try this again. <laughs> That's, that's just me. Okay, Thanos. <laughs> I'm just telling you how I'm getting down if I'm in that situation. But if you don't make that move, are you going to sue after? I think I would because I feel like he he knew what he was doing. Trying he, to get he, a bag. He went there, yeah. He went there to get a, his name out there. I don't think he was 100%. Like, I'm going to defend my sister. This is all about my sister. Nah, like, he was You think going, he was trying to get a bag? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Katie? Exactly. I feel like he was. Now, if I'm a wounded man and my pride is just hurt because I just got jumped in a bowling alley slipping and sliding by my ponytails yeah i'm suing because i didn't get to handle my shit how i wanted to so how else can i get to you but you, but that's what i'm saying but you went at him right so like why would you sue it's like my thing is it's also like doesn't your sister have a kid with him like you're eventually gonna run into him that's how right? i feel you, you can bump him whenever you see him you don't got to do it in front of everybody and all like you knew where it's a, it's a celebrity event you're going to go confront him. You got to be patient. Here's the thing, though. Be patient. You're saying it's a celebrity event. What do celebrities have that I do not? Money. Millions. Yeah. So if celebrities have this money, and I know that I can use this to my advantage. Right. Where it work in my favor, because I have lawyers who can't argue this defense and get me some sort of settlement. You don't have the lawyers that that celebrity has, though. Well, you you don't at, at first. There's a lawyer who's willing to take that case. Nah, facts. And that's where the baby screwed himself. Because he threw the first punch. You see what I'm saying? Now he has a case. That's why you don't throw a punch at all if you're in that situation. That's why I'm not giving you a one-on-one if I'm worth millions. I know what you're here for. Dave Chappelle had a joke about that. I remember that was a part of his um his last special, which is why you got to move smarter out here.
Like a grown man, not like a baby. Who's next? All right, Katie, what's pushing P? Pushing P. Pushing P. I am trying to figure this out too. Romeo, you know what pushing P is? No. Okay. I just know it's from a song. Yeah. They're pushing P, but they're using the Parkins emoji to push P. And then Gunner was wearing a P jacket. So I really don't know what's going on. You don't know. Did you see that jacket? No. So, like in the music video that he did with Chloe Bailey, right? Yeah. When they got out of the car, he had a blue leather jacket with the giant letter P coming out. So instead of a backpack, imagine the letter P coming out your back. So Gunna is a rapper who is now head over heels in love with Chloe Bailey, right? Mm-hmm. Got a couple singles out. He's pretty popular. And he has a new record out called Pushing P. She's not a lesbian for P. She turned lesbian. Pushing P. I'm pushing P. Got a tattoo of it. Everybody's saying it on Twitter. I'm too old for this shit. What does it mean? Katie, if you don't know, what are we supposed to do? Go to Gen Z. Romeo should know. He's younger Romeo, than me. Romeo, this is your... I'm a millennial. This is your segment, bro. What is... Oh, this is sick. This Go is to Urban Dictionary. Sick. How you don't know? What are you doing out here in the streets? Like, is it pressure? What are you pushing? Why, yeah, why is he pushing it? The is it pe- up for debate? Okay, this is what it says here. The P and pushing P essentially means player, as in keeping it real. I was going to explain it in an interview with The Breakfast Club. Pushing P means keeping it real. I'm never pushing P. I was done after cap. That was it. That was my cap. That's the last slang word that I have the space for. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm, what is pushing P? Cap is very relevant, though. So no, is no. that like the new no cap? I guess. Yeah, it's not no cap anymore. It's you pushing, pushing P. P. Yeah, like, bro, I'm, I'm pushing P right now. What's up? You like, pushing I pushing P? I'm pu- I pushed P last week. You did push P. You, you pushed P. Push P every <laughs> week. You I'm- are fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to stole this from you. Hey. This is your lane. I'm going to need my check. <laughs> I didn't even think that you were the original pushing P. No, 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 no. Yo, in the last podcast, you were like, you can pee on my leg. <laughs> I don't know if you remember I that. And I that. missed it. Yo, that was your moment. Yeah, that was my moment. This man will piss my leg off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never pushing oh, P. Shit. Who's next? Uh, y'all ever heard of a penis? A penis? No, I said a penis. Oh. Venus? Uh, no, a penis. S- Serena? <laughs> yeah, it's racist. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna catch him. Yeah, he's scared from last week. It's still February, fam. Be careful. Nah, yo. <laughs> Use it in the sentence. Okay. Venus. A bee's penis. That's the best <laughs> sentence I can think of. I was on Twitter minding my business, and then I saw Venus was almost trending. Because sometimes I click to see what else is trending. Is it B I? I mean, B E N I S? Yes. Apparently, I learned this. Because today we were talking about eagles, remember? Mm-hmm. Eagles, uh-huh. ha- eagles having sex that was on a bird show. Uh-huh. There was like a and whole that's video. that's a sex position. Spread it. No, apparently it's like a million sex positions, Katie. Oh. Did you know that? Whoa. Yeah, so we uh, <laughs> we played this video on a bird show earlier where there was two eagles and they were they had a camera on them. And I guess they were trying to show what it goes down in the eagle's nest. And boy, did they find out. Live <laughs> on national TV, one eagle came home and... Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. And good morning, uh, little eagle. Kind of saying, stay away from me, because I got an egg under here. <laughs> there's, a, there's a new egg in the DNR's eagle cam. Yep. We got, I don't know if that's Nancy or what's the other parent? And there will be a little eagle. eaglet. Harry and Nancy. Oh, yeah, Harry and Nancy. I don't know if that's Nancy or Harry, but anyway. 
Wait. Up, up. There's the. Oh, other one. Is this, this is the live cam. This is live. Yeah. Good. Look at that. Yeah, so there they oh. are. Oh. And they got that egg in there, and oh, I don't know what's happening now. Domestic disturbance. <laughs> Chris says we might have another egg soon. Okay. Well, let's just uh, move on and talk about the forecast. <laughs> Well, you can't. It's live TV, and you can't make that up. Oh, my goodness. Right. Come back tomorrow. We'll show you the second. Chris Eggert will have more on that on Minnesota Live coming up at 9 o'clock. That's the greatest thing ever. That, that's Mr. Wow. Eggert talking, for those of you at home. Chris Eggert's getting Where ready for bosses? Minnesota that Live. That was good live television right there. <laughs> well, anyway. You know, the other eagle. I didn't even know they, they fucked. Yeah, what you thought was happening when okay, they was so like, "Yo, they about to have another egg." Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought they did. Just laid eggs. But how? How what, do you think that happens, Romeo? Doesn't chicken? They don't. Chickens don't be fucking. There's a rooster in it. Oh, for real? No, a chicken can produce eggs on its own. Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what? Do chickens have sex? How? Do, where do the eggs come from? Of course chickens have sex. Romeo said chickens don't have sex. The eggs just come from out of nowhere. Their eggs, they, they can just produce them themselves, can they not? What are they, chicken virgin Marys? <laughs> Animals have I sex, bro. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Is, is, isn't a rooster a male chicken? Yeah, but I don't think yes. they'd be like fucking like bull that. a bull is a male, a bull is a bull, <laughs> which looks like, you know, it's just a cow. A cow and a bull. And a rooster and a chicken. A rooster might mate up to 30 times a day. Don't you ever get it twisted yeah. with a chicken. That's exactly what it says. Chicken sex is pretty short. Day. Yep. Chicken sex is pretty short and workmanlike, but they get it <laughs> rocking 30 times a day. No Depending wonder they on... shitting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the number of hens in his flock. Oh. Oh, chickens is about that action. I'm, you, they yo. about that? Yes, hey, chickens can have mad hens in his flock. That depends on how many times a day he's having sex. He leaves millions of sperm cells inside the hen's overduct. Oh, he pushing pee. With each. <laughs> Yo, all right, so I ain't even know chickens were the original players. But, yes, so the Eagles, yes, the Eagles were having sex on the news. And Bert looked up, like, you know, the Eagle, which is apparently a. <laughs> Yo, Tommy played too much. Yo, that scared the shit out of me when we played it earlier on the bird show. <laughs> Legit. So there's differences, Katie. There's the spread eagle, which is the most... I know that one. Well, like, ironically, it, it says it's the it. most well-known oh, eagle yeah, position. Okay. That's why. That's well, show us. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. you don't want to see it? No, 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 she no. made you show out the trombone. This is your time no. to get it back. Oh, yeah. Actually, well, how, does it, how is it done? I don't, I don't, I don't know. That. It, it says it's the most basic form. So yeah. Katie wasn't really impressing nobody with that one. It's similar to missionary position, except the person on the bottom has their legs spread out to the sides. Oh. Then there's the soaring eagle, which requires a bit of effort. One person lies on their back and bends their legs back as far as possible and holds them in place. And then there's the reverse soaring eagle. There's also the standing eagle and the flying eagle. And apparently all we really learned in this is that Katie's a freak. You pushing P. <laughs> v. <laughs> she pushing no, v. it could be P. Think about it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. You're pushing or selling. Anyway. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so a penis, which I learned is a, a bee's penis. This is bees like, have penises? Is that just a big-ass This clip? is why I was shocked. I didn't know. Did you notice? No. Bees have penises, fam. This is a fact. And then I learned. Oh, oh we're talking about bees. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> Bitches. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was bitches and penises, bro. Yo, 
Yo, get that out. No, we know it. No, there's no, no way. No. There ain't no that way. That's Ain't no way. Yo, the nastiest part of that is when you said bees have penises and I said yes, he accepted it. <laughs> Yo, Thinking that we were talking about gonna... women. Like, where do you think nah, they've nah, been they putting do. it all these years? Yeah. Wow. No, bees, man. Bees. Yes, they have penises and male honeybees are only able to mate seven to ten times during a mating flight. And after mating, they die. Oh. Did you know that? Oh, kind of like the um, praying mantis. There we go. The woman bites off the male's head after he. Why are you saying this shit smiling like <laughs> that? Why are you what so happy about it? You, know, you see how excited she was to tell us that? <laughs> and they bite off the male's head and he dies a gruesome <laughs> death. <laughs> Think about this for a second. As a male bee, you got to look at a woman and ask yourself, is she worth dying for? You got seven times. You get it in seven times in one. But then you're dead. But think about it. So beehives, they have their queen bee. It's yeah, Beyonce. One. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Who doesn't want to die for Beyonce? Are you dying to have sex with Beyonce? No. I don't think I am either. I don't know that I'm dying to have sex with anyone. Katie, who are you dying to have sex with? Nobody. Beyonce. Don't try to fool us. That's fine. Romeo, you sure? Selena? Yeah, no, no, no. You're not going to die? No. Really? I'm so you let her piss on your face, but you wouldn't die to have sex with her. Okay, oh cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I said too much. Shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably... All right, real quick. Shout out to the listeners. Um, because I think last week, first of all, I didn't realize how passionate I was about certain things until I looked back at it. I didn't know. Why didn't y'all tell me? Why didn't y'all tell me I was sweating and had a vein popping out of my forehead? I loved every minute of it. I was huh. like, yes. <laughs> I, I get what you mean when you say you look back at yourself and go, oh, what was, were you relaxed? <laughs> but seriously, I want to shout out the listeners because uh, normally we like to have a lot more fun on the pod. But every once in a while, you feel like there's some things that you want to address from the bottom of your heart. And I feel like the listeners were very patient about that. I didn't get any complaints. Everybody was respectful and listening. And I think that is dope. And I always take time to talk about some of the negative responses I get, which I want to do a better job at that. Because we always talk about how you only focus on the negative and you don't pay more attention to the positive. And typically for me, that's only because the negative is funny when people are going out of their way to hate. But we should highlight a lot of the compliments more and a lot of the the good things that people say. It just, I don't do it because it feels narcissistic to sit on a platform and talk about the good things people have said. But I also feel like you should highlight the people who are going out of their way to compliment you just as much as you should highlight the people who are going out of their way to hate you. So the fact that we were able to get uh, such a passionate podcast off and not one person felt away about anything that either of us had to say, I think that is worth commending. So shout out to the listeners for that. And also, while I'm on the listeners, I forgot to bring up a point last week about, because I like to have fun with my listeners, about the fact that I never said on this platform that when Rihanna got pregnant, I got more DMs from a lot of y'all than I did when my grandmother died. So I just, I, I want y'all to know if you are one of the people who wrote me about Rihanna being pregnant and you didn't write me when my grandma died. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Yo, now nah, what's up, man? It's a sick world. Romeo, answer for them. Okay. I think that they were thinking that you needed your time alone. Um, and they were just letting you cope with uh, the passing of your grandma. And they didn't want to bother you. But this is just superficial. It's Rihanna. Like, you know, they didn't care that much. So they were just trying to, like, you know. Yeah. Man's a good liar. What can you do? 
All right. You asked me to defend him. No, it was good. It was a good okay, job. Cool, cool, That's cool, what I'm saying. Cool, yeah, it was a compliment. Cool, cool. Yeah, you're good at being bad. Cool, cool. Who's next? Uh, <laughs> shout out to me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's up? See? That's how you learn who your real friends are. You know how you say it. I thought it was a joke, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're a comedian, man. Right? Katie. <laughs> Katie, how you be? You laughed. Your eyes fell. Nah, y'all can't shout out to me. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yo, I'm feeling like Snoop. Shout out to me, yo. Yeah, yeah, no, shout What's out. What's up? Why are you laughing? I gave you a shout out. For what? Last week. You did? Yeah. For what? Like when you said, who you got to thank? I said, you. I bullied that shout out out of you, fam. <laughs> 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 you act like you just walked in here and said it. Like, nah. Yeah, you're right. No, shout out to me because of you. Because you do not like to come on this platform and be sensitive, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm shouting me out because you may not see it, but I made you a star. <laughs> yo, the, yo, Katie, the DMs was piling they about was this man. Ooh, I love sensitive Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> you need a man with what? Sensitivity. <laughs> One of these days. Yo, I'm serious. I admit, your mad women was in my DMs like, oh my God, does he have a girlfriend? Is he always like that? He can be sensitive with me any day. <laughs> He's blushing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying no. to look away. No, 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 no. what's up? You just trying to sound like like Katie's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm serious, man. Like Michael Bay talked about the scene in Bad Boys. You ever seen Bad Boys? Yeah. When Will Smith was running with his shirt halfway open, he talks about in the book like Michael Bay wanted him to have, not have a shirt on at all. And Will was like, yo, fam, I'm not doing that. He wasn't comfortable enough doing that. So he wanted to wear a shirt. And so they, they compromised. They met in the middle. And he was like, fine, run with your shirt open. And that's probably the most memorable scene Mm -hmm. from Bad Boy and really turned Will Smith into a superstar, according to Michael Bay. Michael Bay was like, I made that man a star. I'm Mo Bay. That's how I feel. (laughs) Like, I made you a star by telling you to be out here and be sensitive and have your shirt halfway open. So how do you feel? I have mixed emotions about it, if I'm being honest. I think uh, I don't like it. But like I told Katie, like, I just wear my heart on my sleeve a lot of the times. I'm going to tell you how I feel, and that's kind of how I feel. I don't know how else to put it. Like, I don't know. If I'm being 100% honest, I think there's a big part of me that has this very toxic masculinity and being Hispanic in general that, like, I fight that a lot. Where I look at it, oh, why the fuck are you feeling so sensitive? Why why is this getting to you? Just get over it, right? Like, you're a man. Get over it. That's literally what I tell myself a lot of times. That's why I think I have, like, a, a mixed emotions about it because I feel like I deal with a lot of Hispanic machismo, toxic masculinity feelings where it's just like... I get it. Don't be a... Yeah, I come from the same place. I understand completely. The only thing that has allowed me to realize it's okay to be sensitive is Drake. Because everybody... Mm-hmm. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Drake is the most popular rapper in the world. Yeah. He's as sensitive as, as it gets. Look how women feel about Drake. Embrace it. I'm telling you. I'm the next Drake. Okay. Mm. Right. Completely missed the point. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, last but not least, shout out to the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> Simply because I've been talking to y'all about the metaverse all of this time. We had a real funny conversation about the metaverse last week. And the Atlanta Braves are going to be the first Major League Baseball team to give you an opportunity to actually go to the games in the metaverse. Oh, that's dope. That's fire. So I told y'all they could do it with the NBA. That's the thing. And now they're going to start doing it with baseball. And the Braves was the first team to do it because they're the Braves. So, we, we, you know what I'm saying? They shout brave. out to Atlanta. They Braves. So shout out to the Braves. And another thing I thought about before I get off this in the metaverse, when I told y'all that story about running out the studio, I forgot about the funniest part. <laughs> You're like your figure mm-hmm. in the metaverse. You don't have legs. 
Oh. So when I tell you it was to see everybody running with no legs, funniest shit you've ever seen. Try running with no legs. Just try it. <laughs> see how far you get. All right, let's get down to business. Let's talk about the Kanye doc. Katie, have you seen it? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you got to see it. I missed it, yeah. It's in parts, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's called, what's it called, Romeo? Genius. It's called Genius. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. Part okay. one was released. I don't know how many parts there are going to be. I've heard three. I've heard seven. I don't know. But I know the next one, I think, is coming out at the end of February. But I have a lot of thoughts about this Kanye doc. But before I go into mine, I want to hear yours. Dude, homeboy said the guy who, uh, Cootie? I think it was Cootie. Yeah. yeah. He, he's I think the, he's I, the one who's filming it. Yeah. I saw an interview where he said he had over 17 hours of footage. Yeah. So that's important to note Which real quick. That's where this doc is coming from, that this dude interviewed Kanye back in the day when he was running around with Harlem World, which is another rapper. It was Mason him. Mm. And he said he noticed something special about Kanye. He just knew it from the jump. He's like, this dude is going somewhere. And so he dropped all of his own dreams and ambitions to literally just walk around and film Kanye. That's what he did. Mm -hmm. And Kanye eventually flew to New York because they were in Chicago and... I think it, he said it took a year. Within that year of Kanye being in New York, he somehow ran into Jay-Z, and H to the Izzo was born, which Kanye did that beat. The song, obviously, was a, a hit, Jackson 5 sample, and the rest was history. And he flew out to New York to be with Kanye and was filming Kanye ever since. And that was, I don't know, 20 years ago? Yeah, like 2001, I think. So that's around the time when, you know, people didn't have camera phones and people weren't walking around with a camera, but he just had this idea of like, yo, let me follow this dude around. And obviously it ended up being a very good decision. So tell yeah. me what your, what your takeaway was from the doc. I mean, I've always been a fan of Kanye. Well, as of until recently. But I think going back and like looking at it, oh, dude, they explain so much as to why Kanye is the way he is. You know what I'm saying? Like just from the get-go, like he he walked up into the studio with it like um, off all down. He played it for everybody. And, like, they just ignored him. They were just like, eh. Like, dude, you're just a producer. Just go make a beat. Like, go make a beat. That's all you can do. And he was just like, nah. Like, he wouldn't take no for an answer. And, like, till this day, he is that way. Mm -hmm. He was not going to take no for an answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was saying Katie about it this morning. It was just like, damn. Like, this dude was, like, 20-something years old. And the amount of belief that you have to have in yourself mm -hmm. is something that I wish I had. Right. Where you are just so confident and you know what the hell you can bring into the world. Right. And then you believe it. Mm -hmm. Even when everybody else is telling you, no, you're going to believe it. But then in the, also in the documentary, you see his mom and you see where that confidence come from and like where he gets that. And like the 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 anchor that his mom was and like you see those moments. And I think it, it I think it's it's a. It's fascinating to me that, like, even just as you're saying, this guy would take 20 years to make a documentary of, on one, on this one guy yeah. that he saw from one simple interview and was just like, yo, this kid has potential. He's going to make places. Facts. And I want to make this known. If you're listening to this, whether you are a Kanye fan or not, you can absolutely hate Kanye. doesn't matter with this doc. I'm going to tell you why. There is so much to take away from just part one of this documentary. A lot of what Romeo has already said but there's just so many things. Like, the man was in Chicago. He was making beats since he was in seventh grade. Nothing was working for him. At that time, Common was the most popular artist to ever come out of Chicago as a rapper. Of course, you had R. Kelly, but that was R&B, and he was a phenomenon. Mm -hmm. They weren't really giving rappers out of Chicago love. He didn't let that stop him. He moved to New York. 
somehow ends up meeting Jay-Z, right? Now, it's important to note that there is a guy named Wayno who used to work for Rockefeller who did say that the timeline of the documentary is a little off. And at the time that we saw Kanye playing All Falls Down, it wasn't that they were ignoring him. They just had heard it so many times that they were tired of it. But regardless, there was a time when Kanye was making beat after beat after beat and they didn't want to hear him rap. And he felt like, I can outrap all of these people. And there's been a lot of times in my life, and I think this is relatable to anybody who's following any kind of dream, where you keep getting no again and again and again. Doors keep closing over and over and over. And most people give up in those moments. That's why most people don't make it. It's very easy to start to believe that you're not good enough because no one else will believe in you. Imagine if Kanye believed what they were telling him. They didn't even want to sign him at first. They didn't think he was worth signing, right? He could have believed them. And I remember trying to come up in the industry and people looking like, nah, nah, nah. After a while, it's easy to feel like, damn, maybe I don't have it. But what's real a lot of the time, people are afraid of you because they see something. And most people don't want to help you if they believe that you will be better than them, Mm -hmm. which is foolish to me. Because if you put me on the way that Dre put Eminem on, the way that Eminem put 50 Cent on, as you can see, they spin the block, right? Mm -hmm. They come back to get you if it was real. But a lot of the times we don't think like that, which was also documented in the fact that the dude who kind of showed Kanye how to really get his beats up. Remember that part? Yeah, yeah. Like, he really showed Kanye the ropes. Uh, It was no ID, and I forget the other brother's name. But the moment Kanye started to pop, instead of him mm-hmm. waiting for the moment for Kanye to spin the block and come back and get him, Kanye did one interview, and I guess they took out the part where he gave him credit, and he assumed that Kanye forgot about him and then jumped out the window and made a diss song about him. And now Kanye had to come answer for the diss song, and they ran up on him in the street when they saw him, and he was like, nah, nah, I ain't really like that. I love you. I got number love for you. It's all good. But then why are you talking crazy about me in the radio? Because Kanye made it and you didn't? That crabs in the barrel mentality, the hater mentality. You saw Kanye go through that. Then like Romeo said, when he was walking around the offices, to me, you hit all falls down. There's nothing to talk about. It's a hit. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Nobody was in a rush to sign that in a building where it's everybody's job to sign the next hit. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But Kanye kept believing in himself. So instead of quitting, what did he do? He made Jesus walks. <laughs> and you know what happened with Jesus walks? He invited Scarface, another rapper, to the studio. And he didn't want to be on the song. Yeah. Scarface was like, nah, I don't really want to do this one. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. He said, yeah. no, he turned down being on Jesus Walks. Scarface would be on that song today. And it's one of the most iconic hip-hop songs of all time. You know what I'm saying? So it's another point in that people are not going to see the vision that you have for yourself. They're not going to always see it. Matter of fact, most of the time, they're not going to see it. So they're certainly not going to support it. But Kanye had this undying belief in himself that it was irrelevant what anyone else thought. And I believe after watching it, just like Romeo said, it was because of his mom. That was the biggest part of it. And it was so obvious. Once you got toward the end, there was clips with him and his mom. I'd always heard the stories about Miss Donda and what she did for Kanye but I never saw it. Mm-hmm. You never got to actually see it yourself. And, yo, this woman was like an angel. I don't think I've ever seen a mother believe in her son to that level. 
Like, I've seen mothers believe in their kids, but it was something different about this. The way she was talking to him. Yo, there was one part when she started rapping Kanye's verse. Yeah, like the first thing he ever wrote. The first thing he ever wrote. She started rapping it. Like Kanye was struggling to remember it, and they started rapping it together. And I was like, that's fire. You know what I'm saying? And like she just believed in him. You could feel it. You could see it. And you could easily understand where his level of confidence in himself came from. Came from his mom. And she sat down with him, and she told him, which reminded me of my grandmother, rest in peace, because the last thing my grandmother said to me was, I always want you to be humble. It's the very last thing she said to me. And at first I was upset because I felt like, damn, is my grandmother ever going to get to see, like, how good I really am, how far I'm going to really take it? Now I realize she did, which is exactly why she told me what she told me. And And she sat Kanye down and was like, yo, there's a line. Be confident. Be super confident in yourself. But don't be arrogant. And then he said, Mom, am I coming off too arrogant? She's like, not really. But you could tell she sensed that mm-hmm. it was coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she told him, just remember, when a giant looks in the mirror, he doesn't see anything. I thought that shit was so deep. She said, you could be flying while your feet are on the ground. You can be flying while your feet are on the ground. Yeah. Woo! And she was dropping jewels like that with everything that came out of her mouth. And she grounded him. You could tell he was out. And she said, yo, you out here buying chains. And she loved the chain, but she's like, with a house. Yeah. Ain't bought a house yet. You know what I'm saying? She's giving him that game. Buy something that's going to put money back into you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but she was happy for him. It wasn't coming from a place of, like, jealousy or any of that. It was pure, genuine happiness to see her son thriving and rising. But at the same time, I got to keep you grounded so that you can continue to do it. And it was just the energy about her that the same way you could understand how he got his confidence from his mom, you could see why he self-destructed mm. when she left this earth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when she was gone. Like, it, did you get that sense too? I think he has nothing to lose because he already lost everything he had, which was his mom. If, you, if your mom's is that great, you don't right. need anything yeah. else. You're good. And then you lose her in the midst of gaining everything else, the world, as they say. It's not a fair trade-off. No matter how much money you make, no matter how successful you become, no matter how much of an icon you become, no matter how many hits you make, losing a mother like that? I don't know that you recover. Mm -mm. I also think that how much you believe in yourself and all the no's you get and all the rejection and people looking at you like, yo, you're just a producer, you can't rhyme, you can't rap, right? And then you prove them wrong and you actually make it to where you say you're going to make it I think that at a certain point, you're going to look at yourself and be like, yeah, I'm unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I did exactly what I was going to say, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to say. I'm going to do. So I feel like if he really believes he's going to be president, like, dude, like that's really what he believes. Because at a certain point, he believed that he was going to be one of the greatest rappers. And he did that. And no one else believed it. Right. And so it's just like, like that's why I think like the belief he has, it can carry him to a way that's like, to many people, it's kind of crazy, right? And it's mm-hmm. like... I mean, yeah, he's kind of like... But you gotta be kind of crazy. That's the thing. So it's just like, it, like it really, I do feel like he now has the validation today he wish he had when he was younger. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. like, now he found it. He was like, I did that shit. And I did it on my own. And he even talked about it. He said, like, nothing's handed to you. Ever. You gotta work for it. You gotta go get it. And yeah. that's what he did. And and yeah, and like you're saying, that's why you can understand how he got to the place. And he's like, now y'all supposed to be able to tell me something? I'm supposed to listen to y'all? 
Y'all told me I wasn't going to be shit. Yeah. Now I'm supposed to listen to y'all? Yo, because that line between ultimate confidence in yourself so much so that you will never waver and pure insanity, it's a very thin line. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, if you got everybody in the world telling you you can't do something and then you go and do it, why would you listen to anybody once you get there? And that's where I believe he is. And I'm not saying that makes it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm no. just saying that this doc made it apparent as to why it's happening. It was little things I took away from it. Like, I'm a visionary. I'm mm-hmm. always envisioning where I want to be in life. I'm always thinking of what I want to do next. And when I started to realize that a lot of the things I envisioned and I saw myself doing started to come to fruition and I realized that was a real thing, it was on. I was very careful about what my thoughts were. You know what I'm saying? And Kanye had moments where he's like, yo, I'm walking to the car and I'm practicing my Grammy speech. <laughs> like, yo, people think that that's just funny. No, that's really, really did that. Yeah. Like, when I be telling people, like, yo, now nah, I'm already writing the jokes that I'm going to tell at my first arena. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, give me 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the confidence that he had. I feel like it's the confidence that you need. And when you put your mind to it, when you are that determined, you can do anything. Yep. You can I, do anything. Yeah. But it takes you to put that in yourself and believe in yourself to push through and accomplish that. 100%. And there were funny parts, too. Where I couldn't help but laugh. One of them was, you know Maces? Uh, He's a rapper. He used to be with Bad Boy. Okay, yeah. He's a really popular rapper back then. And <laughs> Maces in it. Yeah, yeah. And you, you see the yeah, part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they interviewed him. It was real quick. But I completely forgot how slow Mace talks. It was the funniest shit ever. If you have never heard Mace talk, I've always wondered what it was like to be his friend. Like, <laughs> like fam. Get to the point. Hey, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, Mace, man, how you doing? He's like, yeah, man, you know, I'm just out here being a rapper. We have a reference for those who may not know who he is. Okay. If you watch Euphoria, he's the same as Fezco. He so, talked like that? The yeah, character Fezco in Euphoria is a real slow talking, monotone dude. So, oh my if those God. who don't know who he is, then okay, they'll pers- understand. Yo, because yeah, it's a music video where Mace is like talking to a girl on the phone, and she's like, "Why would you do that?" And she's going, "Oh, why would you do that, Mace?" And he was like, "I just said that to get you <laughs> mad." <laughs> yeah, there's no way I'm having an hour conversation with this man because he got one sentence off in an hour. I'm not doing it. I'm hanging up. <laughs> yeah. But he said something also that was super profound to me because I remember being in that environment. And he said, I'm just happy to be alive at 20. And I said, wow. That was normal back then. To be in that environment and to feel like, damn, I'm happy I, I, I saw 20. And Kanye was in that, in that group of people. Look what Kanye wouldn't have accomplished. God forbid he would have died at 20. And a lot of us who come from those environments, that's real. You just try and see 20. As just to me was a point of, I hate that all of these young rappers are dying like this. Because they're dying in their 20s. What would Pop Smoke have accomplished? Tupac, Biggie, the list goes on. I'm just happy to be here at 20. That's crazy. That messed me up. There's another moment where the dude who's filming, he, um, he's interviewing Lil Bow Wow. Katie, you might have seen this viral moment. <laughs> I just never realized he was the guy. <laughs> yo, yo, you seen okay. it? Yes. <laughs> Interviewing Lil Bow Wow when Lil Bow Wow was how old? Bro, he was a kid. Uh, he, was like, bro. he was like, a, it was young Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was yo. Lil Bow Wow. He was just so yeah, old. He's like, yo, look at her. Yo, she's mad pretty. <laughs> yo. That was so funny. 
yo. That's so funny, man. If I was just sitting there like, yo, what? And then you just hear a dude in the back go, hey, man, that's a. He's like, oh, oh, I mean, little dude, hey. It was like, now, Lou Bow, you know, if I'm Lou Bow, he'd have had to fight me when I when I was a grown man. His hands now. That and the last part of it, I thought I couldn't help but notice the irony, and you said this earlier was <laughs> there was one part of the doc where they basically wanted you to know that at the end of the day, what it came down to is Kanye won't take no for an answer. That didn't age well. Kim Kardashian. She still won't take no for an answer. There you go. <laughs> You're That's not become a problem. Me, <laughs> so I say that to say with every, with every gift, there's a curse. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think whether you're a fan of Kanye or not, the doc is a must watch. I think it's very inspirational if you have a dream. That's the way I took it. Like I, like I said, I, I, I was a fan. Not a big fan of what he's doing now. But I think that looking back at it as a young kid that he was pretty much and just believing in himself. Like I said, I do wish that I could believe in myself and the the talent that Bert sees in me. Let you me just put it that way. You know what I'm saying? The, the talent that Bert sees in me, I wish I could see it in myself because a lot of times I don't. I don't feel like you need to wish it. You need to start putting those affirmations into place so much so that every day your affirmation of I wish I believe this turns into I believe this. Facts. Mm. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you, in all honesty, like, I have always had that Kanye-like belief in myself. Yeah. That's what got me here. But then when I got here, that shit went out the window. And I really, to this day, struggle sometimes to really figure out why. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had all the belief in myself in the world. That's why I came to Atlanta. That's why I joined the Berkshire. I was like, I got this. I can do this. It's nothing. But in the beginning, I was struggling because it was all so new. You know what I'm saying? And I, I was beating myself up because everybody around me, it seemed like, Figure it out. Yo, you're not talking enough. Yo, you're not doing it. Not, and nobody really truly understood. Like, damn, yo. Like, I've never been on, I've never been in radio in my life. I've never had to have these types of conversations in my life. I've definitely never had to have these conversations with white people in my life. I don't know what I can say. I don't know what I can't say. I don't know what will get me canceled. I, I, I don't know anybody in the room. Anytime you've ever been at a dinner and you're the only person there that, and everybody else got chemistry, history, it's hard to find that flow. Like, it wasn't easy. You got to deal with the opinions of people you don't know. You got to deal with the pressures. So when I struggled, like you just said, Bert picked me up. was like, he believed in me. No, you got this. And there was times when I was like, I don't know, fam. (laughs) (laughs) I know me better than you know me, and I don't think I got it. (laughs) But it's so important to have someone who will believe in you in times when you don't, Mm -hmm. because it's human. You're human. There's just going to be times when you just don't think you have the stuff, and you need somebody in your corner to say, now you got it. And when you find that, because that's a blessing, you utilize whatever it is that they see, even if you can't see it, and you hold on to that shit until you can. And one day, you'll be able to see it. And then you'll be an arrogant piece of shit, but you'll be unstoppable. Who's next? All right, let's talk about Neo. Neo is trending. He's in the news for some statements that he made. And I'm curious as to what you guys will think about the statements that he made, because I see what he was trying to do. But boy, did he go about it terribly wrong. Here's what Neo said. It's gotten super misogynistic, which I don't understand. I, and, I, and mind you, I can only blame us men halfway for that. Because as a woman, if a man sings the word bitch to you and you smile at him, he's probably going to do it again. And again, and again, and again, and again. And the more misogynistic the lyrics get, the more y'all accept it, the more that's going to happen. That's just kind of what that is. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, I love y'all to death. But if y'all want men to stop calling you bitches, stop dancing to them records. Neo basically is saying that... Women 
cannot be upset about men referring to them in derogatory ways until they stop dancing to the music and supporting the music where men are referring to them in derogatory ways. What do y'all feel about that? Now, before y'all tell me, though, I'll say this. Because the obvious here is he's bugging, right? Like, that's that's easy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women should be able to do whatever the hell they want, mm-hmm. and you should still respect women and not refer to them in certain ways, period. Exactly. That's, right. That's easy. We all know that if you're a mature man, you understand that. But if we're going to dissect this and have some fun with it, or at least make some type of conversation about it, then I'll play devil's advocate here. There was a time, Romeo, I don't think you were on the show yet, where I learned, boy, did the women learn me, that you have to be very careful about what you're saying and how you say it. Because what I said one day was, I got to a point where I just felt like twerking got out of control. It got crazy. Right? Like, mm-hmm. at some point, it was like, all right, this is cool. You know, women. Is... Then it was just like, yo. It was all over your feed? Fam, <laughs> you, you literally couldn't go anywhere online without seeing women twerking. And I'm like, y'all out here twerking at your son's PTA meeting at this point. Y'all twerking at brunch. Like, <laughs> okay, well, brunch, mimosas involved. Of course, they're Katie, twerking. Katie, it was an elegant place. Mm-hmm, okay. Why is your vagina next to the salad? What are you doing? That's what mimosas will do to you. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Right? And I wasn't trying to be offensive or disrespectful. You want to twerk, twerk. But what I was trying to say was, maybe I'm old school, but I personally wouldn't want my lady, my queen, to be twerking all over Instagram to where when my mom now follows her on Instagram, I have to answer that. And that debate goes on and on, right? Because I saw a debate the other day where a guy was like, yo, if we in a relationship and you my lady now, why are you still taking, like, those quote-unquote kind of pictures? Mm. The attention-seeking pictures, right? And what the women on the Burt Show basically said, the way they took it was like, yo, you can't tell women what to do. You can't tell a woman what to do with her body. And I respected that. I backed out. Nothing to talk about. Cool, I'm going going home, taking my ball and going home, right? But in my mind, I was mad at myself. Not then, but as I evolved, I was. Because to me, personally, mm-hmm. I don't think you should ever be judgmental about what anyone in the world is doing unless you are now trying to figure out if this is a person you want to spend the rest of your life with. In my mind, that's when you have the right to be a little bit judgmental. Right. So I don't think it's unfair to say just my personal preference. I would prefer a woman who wasn't twerking online or twerking around all of the time. Right. Because if a woman says, I want a man with money, I want a man who's tall. I want a man who has all of his teeth, whatever the case, it's seen as a preference. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Mm -hmm. if a woman says, yo, I like tall guys. Well, what about the short guys? And I'm not trying to be funny. Shout out to you, Romeo. Seriously. <laughs> it's a preference. But if a man says, y'all like my woman like this, it doesn't seem like it's received as a preference. It's received more as like misogynistic almost. It is because 
it feels like we hear more of men wanting the same type of woman than a man who's accepting and saying, I don't care how you are, queen. I'm looking for you on the inside. It seems like as a woman, men are so caught up with how we look that they want us to match whatever society is chasing, a.k.a. the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And there's a standard look that women are trying to go for that look so hard because so many men are saying that this is what they want, that we're not hearing enough of the men to say, no, you be you. I want a natural woman. I want this and that. I don't care about if her body looks like a Coca-Cola bottle. But we don't hear that enough that women just gravitate towards that. So when a man says it, it's like, okay, this is what men always want because we don't hear enough of the other side. That's, it, it makes sense. That does make sense. I, I completely hear you. My only debate to that is why do y'all think it's any different for men? Why don't you think men hear a lot of these same things? I want a man with money. We hear it all the time. I want a man who is successful. I want a man who is whatever kind of way, right? I you hear that, that a lot. I, I think that that's for the next episode, the double standard. Yeah, because it's Honestly, a double standard. Yeah. It is. You know what I'm saying? And when I got attacked by... I didn't get attacked by a lot of women, but I was still new to radio at that time. And I was even four women jumping yeah, yeah. in my DMs and saying, hey, made me go, OK, let me back up. But I didn't pay attention to all of the women who came in my DMs and said the complete opposite. Mo, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Mo, I love that. Mm-hmm. Mo, you're, you're right, Mo. Women do have way more to offer than just to be out here twerking. Mm-hmm. Nah, you old school and it's nothing wrong with that. Stay like that, King. I felt like I should have came back to the table and said, nah, let's try this again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I should have I stuck with how I felt, but I didn't. And with the Neo thing, this is where this is coming from. Does he have a point at all? Here's why I'm asking. Think about it like this. Yes. Men should respect women regardless. Period. Done. Shut up. That's the way it should be. A lot of things should be a certain way, but they're not. The reality is a lot of men are <laughs> oh, what? Katie, give me a word. Trash. There you go. Oh. <laughs> That'll work, right? That was so quick. That's the it was it was super quick, right? <laughs> That's the reality. It's unfortunate, but it's the reality, right? And I also used to say, "Hey, women should stop respecting music that disrespect women." Right? Like I've always felt like that. I never had the balls to say it because of that conversation that happened on the Bird Show, but in my mind I'm looking at it and I'm going well, yo, if y'all don't want that and y'all don't want to be seen that way, then why are you dancing to that music? Go ahead. There's a point if we're going to play this Neo side, um, even though Neo's stupid. Um, if we're going to play this out, right? <laughs> you ain't let me finish my point, but go ahead. No, no, no. If we're going to play this right. <laughs> yes. There is a point to what he's trying to say. For example, right? Women, we dog, we dog Future and how he did Sierra. And Sierra found her Russell Wilson. This is where I was and she going. Did Sierra's prayer, right? Yes. Yet I have a best friend who feels the same way. Like, oh, my gosh, Sierra needed her. Russell Future is trash. You want to know who her favorite artist is? Future. And she won't stop playing this man. This is my point. And he's mm. toxic. This is my point. Yeah, mm. you are always turning up to Future, but you looking for a Russell. Right. Because cause, like, if I'm Russell, and again, you shouldn't judge people, but what if this is the person that you are about to put all of your time and energy in? So you be Russell, Romeo. And you get in the car. You like this woman. It's your first or second date. You get in the whip. Mm-hmm. She's driving. You let her drive. Because I'm a king. Because you're right. a king. You chilling. Music uh-huh. comes on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 
bitches in the back, bitches, bitches hey. in the back. Hey. All these women, bitches, hey. all of them. Hey. All these women, uh. bitches. Yeah, you know I'm saying. And she, <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And she turning up to that. You know, looking at all little yo. What's that about? Yeah, you uh, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's complicated though, because then you have like artists like Cardi B who own up to it. You know what I'm saying? And then they make the music and they have the woman empowerment okay. of being that. So here is where it's this fine line, right? When a female artist does it, it's for women empowerment, right? Right. We're doing it for ourselves. We're doing this to be like, yes, bitch, you can do this. We talked about this mm-hmm. where you can say a woman and a woman can be like, yes, bitch. But if a dude's like, bitch, I'm like, did he just call me a bitch? See? Right? She came out with a song called WAP. Mm-hmm. Great song. Oh, my gosh. Look at Katie. You see what I'm saying? In this song, she said, I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you, I got this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, trip down the side of me, quick hey. jump out. So <laughs> basically what you're telling me, you don't cook, you don't clean, you just have a WAP. But you don't want men to look at you and value you based off of your WAP. I think she just did it for the lyrics. I think she knows how to cook. But y'all called it a woman <laughs> empowerment song. Right. Y'all didn't call you an ITY Queen Latifah. You got to let them know who you calling a bitch. The woman empowerment song. Y'all said it was Cardi. Fine. Remember, I'm playing devil's advocate here. You're Ladies, right. don't kill me. Okay. I'm just trying to I'm trying to put some perspective into it. Right. So men are seeing this. The dirtbags that y'all already say are stupid and don't think. Right. So they're seeing this now. So I give you this example. It's not right. But is it a solid point? When the black community says, stop killing us, you know what some members of other communities say? Why? Y'all killing yourselves? That's not right. But it's accurate. (laughs) Can you not admit that it's a solid point? You see what I'm saying? It don't make it right. But yo, we should stop killing ourselves before we come to the table and say, y'all should stop killing us too. You got to treat your own the way you want to be treated. So when Neo says, yo, y'all are accepting it. We making the music. Y'all out here lit to it. It's on your OnlyFans pages. It's on your Twitter. It's on your background. You dancing to it. It's your favorite artist. Future's the most toxic artist as far as going at women ever. I've never heard a woman say she don't like Future. Not I don't, once. I don't, I don't like Future. That's the first time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see if you just on my playlist right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. but, but you see what I mean? Like, I, So just in that regard, like, yes, I hate when I hear that. I hate when they say, hey, man, y'all got to stop killing yourselves before y'all ask other people to stop killing you. I hate when I hear it. But it's also true. It's a point. Is it not a solid point? Can we admit that? You don't have to. What do you feel? No, I agree with that. It's a horrible thing to say. It's ridiculous. You shouldn't be killing us, period. But what I'm saying is, if there's going to be any level of accountability, there has to be a little piece of you that goes, that's valid. Because before you can expect anybody to treat you a certain way, you have to treat yourself a certain way. Whether we want to admit that or not, we're talking about self-confidence. If you're running around here with no self-confidence, you don't treat yourself with love, then how are you mad at somebody else for not doing it? You got to teach people how to treat you. I talk about that all the time. Why is it any different in that community. That's what I believe Neo was trying to say. He just clearly doesn't write his thoughts as well as he writes music. Not at all. Now to that, what do you say? Neo's trash. Um, <laughs> Side note, why y'all never let Neo be sexy? 
Women never let Neo be sexy. Neo's one of the greatest songwriters ever, and y'all gave the sex appeal to Chris Brown, Trey Songs. Y'all gave it to Donnell Jones and Jaheen back in the day. Y'all gave it to Boys the Men 112. Y'all never let Neo be sexy. Two things. Alien head. Second thing, he whines. Uh, Yo, Yo, Neo was almost sexy for five minutes. He took his hat off, and women was like, no! Never mind! He's canceled! He gave him sexy love. It didn't work. And then it's it's that, and then Neo, and then every time he tried to dance, it's like, well, we already have a dancer that can do what you're doing. That's nasty, Katie, because that first album was fire. That first album was fire. Yeah, it was. uh, See, See, the ladies never (laughs) let Neo live. But seriously, though, what if you look at it from that angle? Does it not matter? It kind of matters. But part of me still feels like doesn't matter. Let women, um, women should get to do what they want and y'all have to shut up. Yes and no. Because I agree that there's there's certain things that we might need to switch up a little bit. Um, but that's all in our mindset. But at the same time, I feel like men need to understand that certain things that we do, do, is not for y'all. Uh-huh. It is for our own confidence. It is for us. If we feel like, girl, you look good today, we gonna post it. Sometimes we're not posting for men. We're actually just posting because we feel so good about ourselves that we want everyone to see how good we feel about ourselves. Um, when it comes to twerking, that might be a little different. That's just that's just us trying to show off. That we okay. Can throw some ass back. Fair. Uh, but <laughs> so, what about the validation to a man, Romeo? Here's what I want you to give your opinion on this, right? Because I think some men struggle with this. I'm definitely not going to speak for all, but to a certain extent, right? Like I'm never, I never care about what any woman is doing. Do you think? I don't care. You can twerk until the cows come home if you want to. Doesn't bother me at all. If you're my lady. Mm-hmm. Now, I might see it a little differently. Just mine. Mm-hmm. No other one. Do you still need that validation? Do you still need to be out here getting likes on Instagram from other men? Does it still have to make you feel good? Do you still have to feel beautiful by doing whatever it is you're doing for the women, as you put it? Does I, that change anything? I think it depends on how you're being treated in that relationship. So, for me personally, if I'm in a relationship... And my partner is giving me everything that I seek validation-wise. If I'm getting everything and I'm getting my hype on and my friends are hyping me, maybe not. I'm not going to post something like that. But if I feel like something's lacking within whatever I'm not getting out of that relationship, I may post it just to be like, see, so-and-so was like, you know, maybe. Okay. I think it depends on the situation, though. I think we handled that. Who's next? New segment is going to be real quick because we don't do this often. Let's talk about sports. <laughs> I like that. Y'all like that little touch last week? <laughs> All right, James Harden got traded for Ben Simmons and a bunch of other things. Romeo, take it away. Oh, yeah. Do you not know this? No. Of course not. <laughs> he doesn't know anything I, about sports. I literally felt like Davi right now. <laughs> That's why I threw it to him. I, I finally <laughs> understood. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't know that's why I threw it to him? No. You know damn well. I thought he was prepared. I was like, oh, he knows. Hell no. He don't know. I was about to make some shit up. (laughs) I wanted him to try. Go for it. Tell us. What happened? What happened? How do you feel about James Harden going to the Philadelphia 76ers and then (laughs) Ben Simmons and him going to Brooklyn, man? It's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's wild. Like, you never expected that trade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that. James Harden been saying he wanted to be traded for a long time. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. I didn't, I didn't read about that. Nah, nah. nah you think on, he's out of shape? Don't lose confidence. Come on. He, he's kind of old, so I feel like he was trying to like find a new. A no, new he's kind of in his prime. Oh. That old fuck. 
Um, what is this? Are we talking basketball? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, you yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, for real, for real. The only thing I want to talk about with sports is the halftime show. Real quick. We didn't cover it. Um, I thought the halftime show was amazing. I thought it was fire. I really don't think it could have been any better. I think the way they used Dre as a conduit through it all was incredible. I think the way that they got that damn equipment in and out, the way they, that state so fast. That set? Stupid That's incredible. Fast. So fast. Amazing. They were crip walking at the Super Bowl. Hey. That's fire. We made it. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was hilarious that they was like Snoop Dogg smoked before the game. Like, uh, fam, that's not duh. news. I'm, it, it it's was, not news. Like, it was more shocking that he smoked yes. before the game. Exactly. Not during the not game. During. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that should have been the news. If I would have ran like Snoop Dogg decided not to smoke before the performance, I'd have been like, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit. What? <laughs> like, that's not shocking. What was shocking is the fact that they were able to construct such good whatever it was that it held 50 cent up. That is amazing. <laughs> How the hell did that shit hold? I mean, about three dollars now. Hey man, listen. Hey, hey. <laughs> and the only reason I'm going at fifties because he go at everybody else. You right. One thing we gonna have to talk about with the double standards next week because we talked last week about Nelly and him coming up short. And I <laughs> average <laughs> coming up average because that's so much better. <laughs> Yo, we never talk about the double standard in how whenever a man talks about someone else's body, it's body shaming. But when women roast a man's penis, the way women was roasting Nelly. Hey. Yo, fam, <laughs> I ain't seen one tweet about body shaming. Yo, we got to talk about it one day. That's not body shaming. Oh! <laughs> This is crazy. You see the double standards? Yo. That's body shaming. Oh, my. See, I can't is wait. It? I can't wait for next week when we what? talk about the double standards. <laughs> his dick's not part of his body or what? It's a part of his body, Katie. What part of it is not body shaming? Well, it, it's its own little guy. And it's a whole different person. Wait, let me. Before we talk about this, let me lower my tone before women be coming at me like, why are you so triggered? <laughs> You know they're going to do that, right? <laughs> he seemed bothered. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's okay. Yeah, you missed the Because we, I have the footage of Romeo showing your slonger dong. Don't put out the footage <laughs> of my slonger dong. He took it and he was like. He's slong. Yo, you took a photo of my slonger dong. I, I was looking at it today and he was looking at the camera. Slonger dong. You heard him? <laughs> Y'all are sick. Like, what? Y'all in there playing with my slonger dong. Y'all are sick. Y'all are fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, yo, nah, we got to talk about that one day, but that's not today. We're going to get to that at another point. But, yo, yeah, the halftime show was amazing. I don't know what else to say about it, it that great. hasn't already been said. It was great. Man, they killed that. I, I, I would have liked a little more Kendrick. Yeah. I would have liked a little bit more Mary. That's fair. Yo, I thought Mary died at the end. <laughs> yo, dead ass. I, Bro, I was the only person concerned. Everybody was like, yo, that was fire. I'm like, no, Mary just died. She flopped. Like, she's, she's laid out. Was she you tired? Did not see her? Well, that was like a part of it. No, she was tired. <laughs> <laughs> you really think she went down? She hit that oh, baby. one, two, left. She's, <laughs> I'm going down. down. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? All right, real quick, in and out of this one. Note of the week. The airlines, Spirit and Frontier, they're merging. Oh, have you heard? <laughs> I know, I laughed too. That's the, that's the appropriate response. Spirit and Frontier. Yeah. You know what that told me? Misery loves company. <laughs> <laughs> it's true what they say. Damn. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, yo, you trash? <laughs> yeah, come on hey. in with me. Oh, <laughs> we be trash together. Okay. <laughs> that was it. Who's next? All right, it's time for B&B. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. B&B. Let's go. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yes. yes. It's the brown and brown, baby. He got I a learned. segment on a pod. It's lit. Let that man have his moment, y'all. Stop hating, Katie. Yeah, it's just going to be the B now. It's just B. Oh, it's just B? Just B with just Romeo. <sighs> All right, so now is the time where we have to talk about the wildest night of all time. <laughs> well, technically, we got to talk about two nights because the night before Ooh. was the night you tweeted about. Yes. You want to say what the tweet was? We'll start there. Let's read this tweet verbatim because, you know, the people need to know what went down and what Romeo did to me. This is the night that we recorded the podcast, right? Uh Uh-huh. This is literally that night. So y'all heard the intense face-off between Katie and Romeo, and then we went out that night after Romeo tore Katie a new one. This is what transpired. And boy, did he. Yes. (laughs) So... That night, we go out, and I tweeted, you know, after everything happened, I can't believe that just Romeo picked a fight with me, then threw a drink on me, and Mo did nothing to stop it. Hashtag true story. <sighs> that was a tweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the truth. I was starving after sitting there having to listen to these two bicker. After having to hear about Romeo's emotions for two hours. And so Katie was like, hey, come with us. Free drinks, free food. I said, bet. (laughs) Not hard to get me out, right? (laughs) We get there. And the tension started flaring because they started bringing us snack-sized food. (laughs) Which, I'm sorry. I thought it was actually going to be meals because sometimes it's meals. It's finger food, Katie. I know. I'm sorry. It was a sample. We were tasting the menu. It was a new menu. Yes. It was like eight samples and only two of them shits were edible. The rest yeah. of them were trash. Romeo facts? Yeah. Okay, the carrots were good. Carrots. <laughs> see? When, when that's your main event? When, yo, but the carrots, though. Yeah, now y'all see where I'm at with it. Well, obviously, when you go somewhere to get free food and it ends up being carrots, you drink. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So we started getting lit. Next thing I know, Romeo's drink is all over Katie. The entire drink. I don't know why. I looked at Romeo thinking that he was going to say, oops, my bad. And he stuck his tongue out and did a dance. He started throwing up gang signs at me. Yes, he did. <laughs> Had no idea he was a crip till that moment. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't do anything um, because I didn't think. Because you were scared. <laughs> <laughs> what? You <laughs> can tell by the way he said it, he didn't believe that shit. Yeah. You know? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said it better, huh? You did. Try it again. Because <clears throat> you were scared. That was good. Yeah. That was really good. Cool. Yeah. Right. I was almost intimidated. Right. Edit it so it's get the new one. So that it's deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That. Yeah. You want her to edit it so it's deeper. <clears throat> Too bad that doesn't work with your girl. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. No, you're going to stop trying me. I'm a comedian. Stop right. Stop coming for me, bro. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Wait, he said, hey, did he smack? All right. He said, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Why was your drink on Katie? Why was I, Katie in my Instagram stories with two towels on her lap? <laughs> and it's crazy because the angle he was at, it should have been on you, Mo. Like, the drink should have spilled on Mo. That's a fact. But somehow, yeah. gravity 
in Gravity. faith. <laughs> right. <laughs> was like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Tell us why gravity saved your life. I, I, well, to begin with, I well, picked the start off like that. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta give myself a couple seconds to like, warm up in my head. <laughs> I gotta give myself a couple seconds to warm up in my head. <laughs> oh my god! I got king, got king. <laughs> Let's dissect the the tweet first. I picked the fight, which was the the podcast. Right, yeah. that was it. Um, we kind of talked it out afterwards, but there was still a little bit of tension there. Um, no, okay, there was no tension there. But we went. <laughs> we went. We went. The tension was you. Yeah. <laughs> it was one sided. <laughs> I guess one of us got over <laughs> the other one. <laughs> My lap after we turned around. Yeah, I so took my lap and processed my that's thoughts. That's a fact. <laughs> the, the, Man, when us, I came with my best joke and Katie was stone faced, <laughs> I was scared to death for you. I was like, yo, I know I'm funny. <laughs> this man is dead. Yo, Katie, I was like, yo, Katie, let's laugh. I thought I lost my superpowers. <laughs> she was like Space Jam. Yo, here. I had to act so tough because uh, we turned off the mics and she just walked out. And I was just like, I can't be a bitch right now. So I was just like, man, fuck her. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if she mad. She can go walk. I don't care. Yo, facts. <laughs> wait. I, <laughs> wait. Nah. Because this is going to be relative to a lot of people. Martin, very first episode. is one of my favorite episodes. Is a, is a moment in Martin when Gina is mad about some shit he said on radio. And she's like, I'm going to leave. Like, she gets serious. And he's like, well, get out then. And then she leave. And he's like, I don't need that bitch. Gina, Gina, Gina. <laughs> That's exactly what he did when you left the studio. Because he was trying to tell you he loved you. Katie was like, nah, I ain't here for that shit. She walked out. He was like, but bro. <laughs> <laughs> I saw all of the toughness seep out his ass so fast. Uh, oh, shit. I got, I got, I got. shit. Nah, okay. So I don't know what happened with the drink. Honestly, it was like falling. I was talking and then it just, it said, Doo, and I saw it falling and I tried to grab it. And when I tried to grab it, I kind of like scooped it towards your direction, and then it felt. Oh, you did that on purpose? <laughs> no, he flicked said, it. I scooped it. Yeah, towards that, you. I know what a scoop looked like. That was a flick. <laughs> scoop, boop. See, but if I had a fight, <laughs> if I had to fight somebody, I'm gonna choose Katie over you. That's that's smart. I think he just admitted what happened. The drink was falling. Wait a second. He had wait. a decision to make. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about two seconds. He, he chose Katie. Not even. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, you don't, know? no, no, I know no. what you're about to throw out there. No. <laughs> Why would you no, fight no. a woman? No, 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 not even a woman. Why? Why, would you why do you not think that? <laughs> Romeo I like, wouldn't. I would just be like, why okay, would you think it would be equal? Because you can ask women before from both of us. That's, so a, fact. that's a fact. Actually, you should have okay. chose me because when Katie beat your ass, that's harder to explain. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're if you smart, you know what I'm saying? Oh. No, it's not. All right, talk. Because I would never hit you back. So I would just be there oh. and just pop, pop. Um, okay. But with you, I have to like try to punch. <laughs> I say try. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a scratch on me, right? <laughs> no, you get that. <laughs> Put him up. Put him up. <laughs> I'm gonna look like I'm fresh off the lot after that fight, boy. <laughs> I think your reach 
Yeah, it'll be a problem. It's longer. So I think. As Floyd Mayweather said, chins don't work out. So no matter. In any fight, anybody can win. You think I could win against you? Not at all. I just said that to help your confidence. Give me three this months. This man used to box. That's the only reason. All right, give me three months. I'll sign up for boxing class. I think we should do this. You've been talking about this for a long time. This well, is how the Joe. True. Yeah, this is how the Joe Button podcast broke up. Oh, he brought his two friends on a podcast with him, and one of them one day jokingly was like, "Yo, we could fight." And then eventually, Joe was like, "Okay, we could really fight." So we're at that part of this podcast now. We can do it because I want to get back into training anyway. That would inspire me. This is too soon for us to get to that part. Yeah, of the I know. Hold on. <laughs> Why? I mean, not no, he, no, he's not going to He's not gonna leave. He's going to bring his ass in here, beat okay, up. Okay, there we go. Okay. B- can't see out of either eye. <laughs> you know, I did my best. <laughs> 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 I'm looking for <laughs> Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he going to come in talking like Mace the next day. <laughs> Mo can really fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you going to look like Martin in that Tommy Hearns episode. Woo. No, but I told you. We can spar, not fight, for real. Like, you can wear a helmet, and we'll spar. And you can get all these frustrations that you have out on wanting to fight me for whatever reason you, you do. Are you wearing a helmet, too? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be fun. No. Oh, wear a helmet. I already got punched. <laughs> you gonna fight, you can't talk. Most people who can't talk can fight, though. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need more than three months, I think. All right, take, you your, take your time. <laughs> Don't do that, Katie. Fight Katie first. Warm up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a feeling if y'all put on gloves and just try to have some fun, Katie will, <laughs> Katie will beat you. I think she got some anger in her. I think so, too. But anyway, so you spilled the drink on her. You're, you're saying it was an accident. Yeah, no, for sure. Then why didn't you say sorry? I did. When? Yeah, that's what I was oh. thinking. I don't remember you. So I remember you putting, sticking you, you your like, tongue out uh, and, and yeah. Like, and we recorded you immediately after, like, Fact. the drink. He's like... Uh, what? Yeah, that's exactly what he did. What? 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 Exactly what you did. Yeah, I was drunk. Yo, I'm tired of men. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, when y'all gonna realize that that's not an excuse? Yo, why'd you sleep with my girl? I was drunk. drunk. <laughs> Yo, fam, that's not gonna fly. I'm sorry. Why did, okay, okay. Why didn't you help like her clean up? She she had it handled. <laughs> Yo, the worst part was it that like somebody no, was giving the this- owner. It was the owner. <laughs> it was the owner. Yeah. It was the- and it took the owner 15 minutes to bring towels. Katie sat there soaking fucking wet for 15 minutes, and you sitting there with your tongue right. out. First of all, the drink spills, and for some reason that glass was loud because everybody Every- was like, "Whoa, what was that?" Huh? And then they, <laughs> oh, they looked look. at, and everybody looked at him and was like, "Oh, him again." <laughs> the whole party. <laughs> Erica's owner. Well, we have towels. Yeah, we got yeah. You. Yeah. My listeners was in my DMs like, I think Romeo's had a little too much. I was like, I think you're right. Always. Fact. Now, that was only night one. Mm-hmm. That was. Then night two came. Oh, man. Woo! I set the scene. It was a Friday night. It was a cold black. <laughs> a clear white, white moon. moon. There Who was on the scene, Romeo? Come on, you oh, know this. Fuck. Just guess a name. You might get it. Any name? Any no, name. I have no idea. I don't want to. You're be that wrong. guy. You're that guy that's playing a game with all that money on the line. You won't even guess some shit. You're just Let gonna me say get I don't two. know. No, 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 we all decide to go out. We all go in through little individual situations. Why not lean on each other? Let's go get some drinks. Let's have some fun. Place doesn't open till seven. It's a private spot that we go to. Super lit, super dope. Shout out to the mixologist that came through for the 100th episode. We went to see her. 
We pre-gamed before we went to drink. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> PSA. Don't pre-game to drink. Stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, Bert, why did we hang out so early? That was on y'all. Y'all called me at 2 o'clock. So I'm like, oh, let's get it. I'm it like, started because we went shoe shopping. So we thought that's why. But okay. Nah, that is facts. We went and got some sneakers. It was lit. We started pre-gaming at 2. Place didn't open until 7. We was having a good time. Because when we got there, we started drinking downstairs first before we can go upstairs. Right. Mm-hmm. So we kind of pre-gamed to go to the pre-game to go drink. Mm-hmm. The first thing that let me know this was going to be a different kind of night was the bathroom scene. Y'all forgot about this. Forgot about that. See, I don't always make myself the hero. This is Romeo's moment. Romeo had to go to the bathroom. So did I. I let him go first. Oh, yo, I just remember. I was so confused as to what you were talking about. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> as I, was like, um, I was wondering what was taking y'all so long. Okay. <laughs> humility. I was in the process of being humbled. That's that's what was taking us so long. Romeo went to the bathroom. I wrapped up something, talking to Katie. And then I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom until we get out of here. We go upstairs. So I go over there to the bathroom. It's one of those spots. There's three different bathrooms. It's a male, female, unisex. Mm-hmm. Male, female bathrooms obviously closed. Mm-hmm. Romeo's standing there waiting. Unisex door is cracked open. So I looked at him. Yo, what are you doing? No one's in there. He said, bro, somebody's in there. I opened the door. I didn't see anyone. I said, no, there's not, stupid ass. <laughs> I closed Dummy. The- <laughs> closed the door on him. Bow. I said, all right. <laughs> Now, I couldn't see his reaction after that, but I thought I had him. So there I am, trying to do my best Romeo impression, pushing P. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're using it wrong. <laughs> I think so, too. I think it's right. I'm showing my age. It sounds right. <laughs> think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds right. <laughs> well, thank God I was pushing P. Because <laughs> a young lady walked out <laughs> of another door in the bathroom <laughs> that I didn't know was there. Yo, I'm firing away. <laughs> this woman came out and was like, oh, my God. And I looked at her and I said, oh, my God. <laughs> it was a battle of the gods. Yo, now, mind you, it ain't like you can stop. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the middle. And she was like, uh, sorry. I was like, yeah, I didn't know he was in here. I said, why didn't you lock the door? And she was like, the door is locked. And I'm like, well, how did I get in here, dumbass? <laughs> It's two doors. I didn't know. So she didn't lock the first door. So she washes her hands. I'm thinking to myself, well, you're comfortable. <laughs> like, yo, she's literally just washing her hands. 20 seconds. You know what I'm saying? And then she goes to open the main door. She can't get it open. Oh, my God, I can't get out. Can you help me? Pushing P right now, queen. <laughs> Hold much longer now, real quick. You feel me? <laughs> Hand is on the gunner. You know what I'm saying? I can't. Yo. Not much I can do for you, baby girl. What do you want me to do? Like, what was I supposed to do? Walk over there and help her? Just pissing the whole time? Wait, yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. Here I come. <laughs> yeah, pardon your shoes. Pardon your shoes. Hey, what am I supposed to do? Oh. So the door is so heavy, she got her foot on the wall trying to open the door. Right? And in my mind, all I'm thinking about in this moment is whenever she gets this door open, please let Romeo already be in one of those other bathrooms. I don't need him to see this moment, right? Yeah, she opened the door. He in the hallway dying laughing. <laughs> yeah, he dying. I was like, I wanted to stay in the bathroom. I want to pee forever. I don't even want to go out there and show my face. Right. So, you know, as soon as I go out there, he waiting for me. I told you, stupid ass. <laughs>
Yo, you had me dead to rights. But you didn't want to listen to me. <laughs> yo, facts. There's nothing I could do. I was like, yo, you got me, fam. You got me. That was hilarious. You tried to save me. I appreciate you. Dude, oh, the man. whole time I was like, I hope she comes out. And I didn't even tell you this, but the ma- the guy in the bathroom and the men's restroom came out. And there was another dude. And I was like, you can go ahead. Oh, I, just- <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see this play through. Yeah, you waited. <laughs> that was smart. You motherfucker. Yeah, you wanna see it? Oh man! So we come out of that situation and we go upstairs to the private spot. We gotta get on this elevator, and you gotta be invited. Like this spot is an invite only. It's high class, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we like it. We go in there. It's intimate. We know everybody. It's like Cheers. Go where everybody knows your name, right? Mm -hmm. And Katie is in the elevator. Like, I need you guys to relax. Y'all are embarrassing me. Because <laughs> we couldn't help. We were just dying laughing. That shit yeah. was so funny. Yeah. And Katie's giving us, like, the mom energy. Like, yo, I can't take y'all anywhere. Because I knew who was going to be at that booth. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you did. And who was at the booth? The sweetest, <laughs> older, <laughs> black woman that you've ever met in your life. Sweetheart. Remind me of grandma. <laughs> Little did I know, she had beef with Katie. <laughs> So I was trying to play it cool because I knew if that woman was there, <laughs> we all had to play it cool. Yeah. Because the previous week before we all went to this place together, I had gone to the place. I was with another one of my best friends and she is one of the newer employees. You know, I know majority of the other employees, but she was new. And that week must have been her first week. Well, it's the first week that I saw her. And then she was getting on to me about my attire because this place, you know, they're very strict on their attire. Mm-hmm. So she's getting on me about my attire. Meanwhile, in the back of my head, I'm like, little, do you know how many times I've been here dressed like this? Uh, I felt a little more high and mighty than I should have. Mm-hmm. And uh, she definitely humbled me that day. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Katie didn't forget. <laughs> it was all good just a week ago. But she was still cool, though, and she still let me in then. So fast forward, I'm worried about running into her for a second time. Right. And you two are with me. Right. And, and we're I'm We're the problem. And obnoxious. Yeah, that's the way Katie was treating and us. You two are with Exactly. Me. How am I going to get these two heathens in? <laughs> cool. So, me and Romeo humble ourselves. We gather ourselves. We play it cool. Play it cool. Get off the elevator. Hello, how you doing? We trying to get in. We chilling. Now, we got to go through her. She's like, yo, it's going to be about five minutes till we let y'all in. So, we like, all right, cool. Katie still got her judgmental face on. I'm about business right now. Serious. So then there's a, there's a young lady who tries to go out of these doors on the side. And this queen says, no, ma'am, no one can go in or out of that door. It's a strict rule, obviously. Security reasons. Yes. It's a big deal. She said it very loud, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody heard. Everybody heard it. Mm-hmm. Room's not that big. At all. Mm. Couldn't have been... A minute later, there's a guy who comes to the door. No one knows him. He's banging on the door. Do it again, Romeo. Give him. There it is. Katie takes off. Bro, skips. Usain fucking bolt. <laughs> Out there. <laughs> off the blocks. I said, Katie, what are you doing? Is that your man? What'd she say? She was like, yeah, that's Travis right there. I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go get open the door real quick. And we're looking. And like, I see the old lady. And the old lady's just looking at her like. Dead. Just dead in the eyes like... All of us are. What is she doing? We are all following Katie at this point. Like, what the hell is she doing? Because I know she just heard what this woman said. open that door. It was clear as day. Right? 
Katie the confidence and Katie. Yes. To walk over there. Yo, Katie was more confident than Kanye in this moment. <laughs> yeah. Like fam. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sprints to the door, opens the door for homeboy. He walks right in. I don't even think he said thank you. Mm-mm. Just walks right past her. He might have mushed her. Yo, watch out. Move, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it a ludicrous. So then Katie walks back. It's the walk of shame. Yo, Katie, what happened? I thought that was your man. Nah, that's not Travis. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Yo. So I'm still trying to figure out who the hell is Travis. So then I hear the queen go, did you not just hear me say that no one can go through that door? Are you not listening to me? And Katie's like, yo, I'm sorry. I didn't th- <laughs> <laughs> me and Romeo died. I'm on Instagram like y'all never going to believe the nasty shit. Katie just did. It was mad disrespectful, dude. Like, Super yeah. disrespectful. I was not trying to be disrespectful when she said what she said to homegirl. I, I am zoned out, right? Because my main mission is to get us upstairs and have some drinks and unwind, okay? Because I was going through some things and I was zoned out in my phone and I'm just in my own world that I tuned her out. I completely tuned her out. So when I saw who I thought was Travis, I was like, oh, it's cool to let him in. That's the bartender who who works where we're trying to go. I got to let him in. Right. And then she said it. I was like, oh, my God. It looked horrible. I'm trash. Now so I'm two. Bad. I'm two. Two strikes with this woman. It looked like you did it on purpose. Like you was on yeah. some. Y'all don't care what you talking about. You ain't let me in last week. Shut up, bitch. I wouldn't do Della Reese <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yo, you was talking wild to the African queen. Bruh. I wasn't trying to do her like that. I know. But you did her like that. But you did her like that. I know. So. (laughs) It was so awkward because then she has to, like, guide us upstairs. Now she got to take us upstairs. (sighs) We hand in hand because it's a small little stairwell. (laughs) I mean, we holding hands. We kumbaya the Lord up the stairs. (laughs) We're we're, we're back there trying not to laugh. Fam, we trying so hard not to laugh because we really don't want this woman to think we being disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Because we really weren't. It just... Katie was wilding. I don't know what to say. I was trying to apologize, and then she's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't want to hear it. She yeah. did not. And I said, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying. I'm like, oh, you look nice today. She's like, shut up. Man, you right. You know what I'm saying? We finally get in. So now we in there, right? We start kicking it. I'm telling jokes. I'm like, yo, Katie thought that it was Travis. And I point at the dude that she thought it was. And it gets mad quiet and awkward. And everybody's <laughs> looking at me stupid. And I'm like, yo, what happened? Katie go, his name's not Travis. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Now she got me looking crazy in there. His okay. name's not even Travis. <laughs> so, so, his name is Jared. <laughs> no, you're like, not even Trey. Every time I've gone to this place, the first time I met him, he said his name. However, I took Jared and turned it into Travis. So, like, the last couple of <laughs> How? How do you get Travis from Jared? I don't know. All of the times you ain't at Subway, Jared ain't stick to your mind. And so, last time, one time I went and I, I made that mistake. And I was like, I can never call Travis Jared. Jared Travis. <laughs> she doesn't. She just, just did it, fam. He don't even look like a Travis. So then I was doing good. I was calling him Jared. And then that night it all came back and I was like, that is Travis. And then I realized when everyone was silent, I was like, oh, that's my name for him. His real name is actually Jared. And yeah. It was- Homie was handing me drinks mad aggressive all night thinking that I was the one that got his name wrong. Here. Yo, here. Try yo, this. yo, your little podcast is funny. 
Yo, yo, he's complimenting me angry because <laughs> of Katie. I'm sorry, Jared. Yo, yo. <laughs> oh, man. Then just when we thought Katie was done. Uh-oh. Uh, then we're sitting there at the bar talking about our situations. I'm leaning on Katie. Katie's leaning on Romeo. We just be kicking it. Katie's telling us about all of the toxic things that she's gone through. And we're sitting there like, don't you worry about it. You a queen. Don't you ever let somebody treat you less than what you're worth. We building Katie up for what, an hour? Yeah. No. At that point, it was five hours. Yeah, you're right. We've been building Katie <laughs> yeah. up since last night. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm trying to not even think about my situation and what I'm going through because that's how I get through mine. You know what I'm saying? And Katie goes in the corner, too. Mind you, it's not a lot of people in here, so you can hear everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I hear is... Yo, I can't believe Mo's ex is out here with these booty shorts on. This is crazy. Yo, she's wailing on the ground. Ass all out. Booty, 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 booty right everywhere. <laughs> Yo, my drunk emotional ass immediately goes to Instagram and unfollows her. <laughs> he didn't even look at it. <laughs> I didn't even look. I didn't look at the picture. I was like, what? <laughs> I immediately looked at Romeo and was like, I fucked up. <laughs> Yo, Romeo was consoling me for an hour. Like, nah, it's good, King. Don't worry about it. That don't mean nothing. I was like, nah, I showed emotion. I messed up. I'm looking at Katie. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you tell me that that's how she out here? Katie's like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the energy Katie's on all night. Right? So yeah. now I'm going through this, and we talking, me and Romeo kicking it. And I thought to myself, well, that's the last nasty thing of the night Katie will do, because no human being has more nasty in them than that. And just when I thought it was safe, all I saw was Romeo turn around. Well, let's say, like, Katie walked away. She right? did? Oh, yeah, she, she did. That's, that's fine. I forgot about that part. She right? walked away, and I was just like, yo, where did she go? Because she was gone for, like, five minutes. And what did I say? And she was like, oh, she probably went to go call the ex. Uh, she's probably on the phone. Because you said she probably went to the bathroom. I said yeah, she'd yeah. been going too long. Yeah, yeah, Trust me on this has something to do with her ex. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what. Right. But the amount of time she's been gone... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? She's a digging up huge shit. You feel me? <laughs> or she's on the phone. Like, I know Katie don't shit like that. I've seen her die. <laughs> <laughs> she don't eat like that to be shitting like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said, <laughs> Yo, he's eating finger foods. I told y'all. She eating carrots and shit. <laughs> it should have been quick. That fiber. You feel me? You eating way too healthy. To be shitting for 25 minutes. <laughs> Get your ass back to this bar. Okay. My chin. <laughs> <laughs> She probably on the phone with her in the conference room or whatever. I know how it go. You try to come back to your friends, act like nothing happened. You know what I mean? Right. Boy, was I wrong. I thought there was not another level of nastiness. Oh, my God. And then that was the moment. I turned around. You turned around. 
You remember what you said? I looked, because I have met this woman before. Yeah. So I looked, and I was just like, I panicked, and I looked at Mo. I saw your face. You look like you saw a ghost. I, I did see a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the one of Christmas past, no. either. And I was just like, that's her, bro. That's what you, exactly what you said. You said, that's her, bro. And I was just like, oh. And I did the slowest turnaround of all time, because I didn't want to see what was happening. And I turned around, and it was Katie's ex. The same woman that we just spent the last three, four, five days <laughs> consoling Katie about. Katie, like, I'm done. I'm done, done, done. Done, done, done. Sounded like one of the moments. Dun, dun, dun. Right? That's how it felt when That's she walked in. That's how it felt, right? <laughs> then I looked at her. I saw her in the flesh for the first time ever. And I froze. No, you turned back to me, and you were like, that's her for real? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. And then I was like, that's her, bro. And so you were like, oh, what the fuck? What? I was like, what, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> and you was like, I don't know, bro. And then in that moment, before we could really figure out what to do, there she was. As advertised, she was a little rude. She said, why do you guys have your back to me laughing? I said, because we're facing the bar. Dude, that response, <laughs> I wanted to laugh so bad. Like, why Why would we be facing away from the bar? She was like, yeah, I see you guys giggling and smiling. Yeah, you've, been here, you've been here for six seconds, and you think this shit is about you? Ooh, the narcissism. Yo. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, nice to meet you, too. And in her credit, in that moment, she gathered herself, and she said, you're right. I was rude. Nice to meet you as well. And then she seemed delightful. Mm-hmm. And then I thought the problem was Katie, right in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> She's a sweetheart. <laughs> I thought I had it all wrong. Then her and Katie started to talk about whatever they started to talk about. And she pretty much took Katie from us. Yep. We lost her. And I thought they were enjoying themselves. I don't know what you thought. Yeah. I, I thought they were having a moment. Yeah, I thought it was cool, right? Yeah. And then just <laughs> when you fucking thought. The night wouldn't get any more weird. Me and Romeo start kicking it. We trying to figure out what we going to do. Yo, you want to go downstairs? You want to go somewhere else? You want to leave Katie? You want to come back and get Katie? What we going to do? I see two people walk in. They sit next to Romeo. He turns around. It looks like he's seen another fucking ghost. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, yo, what are in these drinks? Because <laughs> this shit is crazy. Oh so I said, Romeo. What the fuck? What's up, bro? What'd you say? I was like, do you remember my cousin that I talked about like a while ago on, on the bird show? The one that I haven't spoke to in five years. And I was trying to like reach out whether or not like we were cool or not. And we had this like like little issue and we haven't spoken since in five years. I was just like, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's next to me. <laughs> and I look at her and she's like, hey, Mo. Hey, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> oh, at this point, I legit thought, nah, they, they playing with me. Like, they trying me. I thought I was on Punked. I swear to you, I thought Ashton Kutcher was going to walk out and go, hey, we had you, didn't we, Mo? Like, I'm like, there's no way. Remember, this is a private, invite-only kind of spot. You don't expect to see anybody, let alone your cousin that you just talked about that you haven't seen in five years, or Katie's. This is an eagle. It threw me off because we were talking about <laughs> eagles earlier. That was Katie's ex. <laughs> She's at the window. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> We needed Tommy that moment. We needed you, man. I thought to myself, oh shit, this is crazy. The universe is clearly putting Romeo with his cousin. 
He just oh. talked about her. They haven't spoken five years. He was like, should I reach out? Should I not? I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And the universe put her right next to him. It's been five years. She doesn't live that far away from me. We have not ran into each other at all, ever. We ran into each other one time at a family gathering, but, like, that makes sense, obviously, right? But we didn't talk. Facts. We didn't even speak then. Like, we were just kind of, like, we were, I remember it was in the living room, and we just passed one another. That was it, mm-hmm. right? And then the fact that we're at this bar, invitation only, and then she just so happens to sit next to me. I get a little tap on the shoulder. I turn around. I'm like, what the fuck? I panicked. I froze. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, hey, how are you? <laughs> it was so awkward. The way he was talking to her was so awkward. And I looked and I said, yo, what do you want to do? He said, leave. <laughs> I was like, let's get out of here. It's a family universe. Put her here. Right. He said, nah, we spoke. <laughs> she cool. I'm cool. No. Yo, he's so prideful. Yo. He's like, nah, we out of here. So that's all right. So we left. Well, we also wanted to give Katie her her. Want to give her moment. space because yeah, yeah. they look like they were vibing. Exactly. Having a good time. They were touching each other. All that. So I looked at Katie. I said, yo, we're going to go downstairs. Come holler at us when you're done. You know what I'm saying? We got our jokes off on her. We gave it a look to let her know, like, yo, mm. we tearing your ass up on the pod. <laughs> I knew. But enjoy your night. <laughs> I knew. We gave her those looks, right? We go downstairs. We go to the spot that's downstairs. Bartender's down there. Mad fly two good people. Shout out to Shelly. Listener of the pod. Friend of the show. So we go downstairs to talk to Shelly because we got to tell Shelly about Katie's disgustingness. Mm-hmm. Y'all told her? Oh No, we went down to tell her. Oh, okay. okay. But, yeah. but lucky for you, it was mad busy. We couldn't get to her. So we just waved and we went and sat down at a little table in the corner, got a drink. We was cooling. Romeo, come on, fam. What, it couldn't have been what? Five, two. Two to five minutes. Five to five. It was I never not. heard somebody say five to two minutes, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two to five. Two to five is the normal way to say it. No, man. Same five. shit. You get the point. <laughs> Yo, I got a text from Katie. Where y'all at? I swear to you. Before I could answer her, and I went to answer her immediately, she was basically on top of the table we were sitting at. <laughs> hey, where the fuck Katie come from? I say, oh, what happened to... Nah, nah, nah. But I thought y'all was, no, 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 no. But I mean, she, no, 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 okay. I thought they were vibe case. Like, yo, he's arguing the whole time. You didn't know? Like, yo, like, fam. Y'all were... I, yo, I, did you know? No, I thought they were having a good time. I was like, okay. They're making it work again. And the nastiest part of it all is through all of those sequence of events that happened and the fact that we had been drinking for two days straight, we ordered more drinks. <laughs> we did. Because what else are you going to do after a night like that? That was it. That's pretty much it, right? And did I miss anything? No. <laughs> I owe y'all an apology. Because that was just a roller coaster of random things that, you know, I owe Della Reese an apology. Uh- <laughs> 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 Not you, Chuck. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. I thought I could get my sip on. Um, <laughs> Yo, honestly, like a little <laughs> you know? nice like text message, it like, was... hey, heads up. Yeah. <laughs> We're heading upstairs. That's all. Yeah. Hey, heads up. The toxic ex that y'all have been <laughs> consoling me about for the last two days is going to be here. I apologize. Okay. Um, I, It was a great night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. There you go. Who's next? All right, before we get out of here, quick reflective moment that I think will help some people. Um, I was thinking about this and I wanted to share it on this platform. But last week I spoke about the term 
taken something out of context, right? Referring to Joe Rogan. And I just want to add to that because I was thinking about it. The term taking something out of context is very toxic to me. And it doesn't have anything to do with race. I just think in general. So many times in life, especially in relationships, I feel like you can say something and then someone can receive it a certain way. And based off of their experiences, their triggers, what they've seen, what they've gone through, it may do something to them that you're completely unaware of. And too often, the person who delivered the blow has no desire to take accountability for the fact that what they said might have been taken a certain way in a manner of which they could never understand because they're not the person receiving it. And as opposed to saying, why is what I said wrong? Or how did it make you feel? They refer to, oh, you took it out of context. You hear it too often to me, right? You hear it within friendships. You hear it in, with family members. You hear it in relationships. Yo, he's wilding. Yo, she's wilding. I didn't mean it like that. Yo, that's not even what I said. I'm guilty of this. Definitely had moments in life when I've said something and I'm like, yo, I'm not really responsible for how you'd receive it. I'm only responsible for how I deliver it. But I'm trying to grow and evolve and learn. And one of the things that the guy said, whom I don't know if I'm going to reveal yet, but we'll find out next week, who listens to the pod, he said something to me. He said a lot of things to me. One of the things he said is only three ways to learn. And that's from listening, seeing, and doing. And what that said to me was, Talking wasn't a part of that. And that's why I never truly listen to the person in the room who talks the most, because they usually know the least. Because you don't learn by talking. You learn by listening. And in listening, I've realized sometimes you can say something to someone, mean it one way, and they take it another because of their experiences, what they've been through. And we should be a little more sensitive to that. It's way bigger than just somebody saying something about a community and then being insensitive towards that community because at times we do it to people we love. You might do that to your girl or to your man. You say something, you know what I'm saying? We should be a little quicker to try to understand why what we said was taken the way it was taken than to just completely dismiss somebody's feelings and opinions on what you said simply because you don't understand why they received it the way they did. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I wanted to get that off because that was reflective to me. And in my final moment, something else he said to me, I was talking to him about some of the things that I've experienced in the position that I'm in and asking him for advice on how to deal with a lot of it, the hate, all of that. And it was one point when I was like, yo, I'll be feeling like I'm getting hated on from here. And nah, nah, nah. He was like, yo, fam, I'm the greatest to do what I do. When he said it, I thought to myself, yeah, but this moment's not about you. <laughs> Arrogant ass. <laughs> and he said, um, do you not realize your potential? I was like, what you mean? It's like, fam, you're gifted. You're walking around with a whole gift. What you can do with your gift it's unbelievable. But you sitting here telling me about some hate? Like, why don't you think that comes with that? The jealousy, the envy, the hate, all of that. You worried about that? 
Oh, you don't want to be who you could be then. You don't want to be all you could be if you sitting around worried about that. And I started to listen to him. And then he told me some other things about being talented, about being gifted, about utilizing your gifts and what comes with it and sitting in the fact that certain things come with the territory of when you want to be great. Because if you don't want to be great, just sit in the back. Don't worry about it. Don't say nothing. Don't try to do nothing. And nobody will bother you. Nobody will have an opinion. Everybody will leave you alone. If you want to be great, shut the fuck up. It's pretty much what he said to me. And he said, if somebody came to you right now and they offered you $10 million, say, yo, your podcast is lit, right? Say it's me. I came to you right now. I said, yo, I'll give you $10 million to put your podcast on my platform. What would you say? Before I say what I said, what would y'all say? If somebody came to you and said right now, yo, I want to take you from in the moment. I want to start your own podcast, Romeo. I like what you're doing. I'll give you $10 million. What would you say? I stole Nelly's money, bro. What do you think I'm going to say? Yeah, that was 300000 You cheat. <laughs> yeah. Katie, what would you say? Why? And then when he tells you, because I think you're talented, and I think you can do something with this, and we can make a profit off it, I'll give you $10 million to come out here, and that's all you got to worry about. I need to make sense. I need to do numbers out of it. I, I'm going to do some research into this. You see how much smarter on. Katie is than you? Now, I'm not going to front. I said, where do I sign? <laughs> $10 million? And he laughed. <laughs> and he said, that's your problem. That's the same reason you sitting here talking to me about some hate. Because as much as you believe you believe in yourself, you don't even believe in yourself as much as you should. He said, if I'm willing to offer you $10 million for your product, the first thing that should come to your mind is what is your product really worth? Because I'm never going to offer you what it's really worth on the first try. Mm. Just what are you going to take? It fucked me up. He said, if I'm offering you as a businessman, if I'm offering you $10 million right now, take it or leave it, your shit probably worth 100 and in that moment, my mindset was so like, damn, because $10 million to me was we out of here. Oh, yeah. I'd have called y'all like, yeah! <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? And it, it hit me. Like, I've heard Master P say that. I've heard a lot of the really big business guys say that. Like, when you really think about it, it was a show when that happened. Um, King Richard, that we affectionately nicknamed on In the Moment, King Dick. Got to go back and watch the episode. But I remember that moment of when, remember? Mm-hmm. She turned the money down. Yep. Now I'm cool. I was like, yo, you going to take the one, two million? What's Serena and Venus worth now? Way more. Change your mindset. You see what I'm saying? And I took that in that moment and I was like, even when you believe that you believe in yourself to Kanye's level, like we were talking about earlier, shit, do you? Because I'd have took the 10. Now I'm looking for the 100. I don't know what you do with that information, wherever you are, whoever you are, but do something with it. That was great. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been another hell of a week on In The Moment. We appreciate y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all being here. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Can't wait to do it again. And as always, if you love me, I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Next week, bitches. Yeah. What? Have confidence. Okay. Next week, bitches! (laughs) (laughs) That'll work. Right now, it's time for a 1901 exclusive. Slipping and I'm stumbling like I can't see. Yeah, I'm blinded by my dreams. Every time they reach, cross over on me, knock me off my feet. Yeah, Kyle Cover from three. Yeah, I promise that it get deep. 
It ain't all that you see, can you feel what I mean? Keep on raising the ball, between the lines you should read I've been bothered by these demons while I rest I don't know if I could swallow reality when it hits I've been coping with my problems while trying to coexist You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit Cause I swear to God you probably even closer than you think Shit get overwhelming, that's why I be smoking when I drink Coast P, MOE, I stay so sleep Y'all saw it before me and helped me start to believe I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn that all money ain't the same Cause you could do hey, it yo, all for the money in the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn that all money ain't the same Cause you can do it all for the money in the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game Give me the game I swear to y'all I'm legit Pick up the letter, but really been through some shit Before every stand-up show, I've learned to sit And think about the days I really wanted to quit So it's, it's like every show is my last Can't break everything that I want is glass Chasing all this money while outrunning my past For a future like a future, this shit that you gotta pass She could probably be so much more than an ass But the thing about having class is really there ain't a class uh, Anything that I learned, they gon' hate you for it all Even the stuff you earned When taking all these same day trips wasn't a thing I was married to the phone, praying that it would ring Oof. Battles that I done fought I done been through this shit too long to come up short I used short. to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learned